Okay, Casey. Let's go alien for a second. Why here? Why Ohio? If you were going to take over the world, would you blow up the White House Independence Day style or sneak in through the back door? And welcome, everyone, to the newest volume of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. And I am very excited for today because I very much enjoy the movie we're going to be going over. Kelly, uh, let's get your first impressions before we even tell people what movie this is. Um, I think my first impression was really, oh, yeah, that person's in this. Oh, yeah, that person's in this, too. Oh, I remember this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And is that a... A good remembering of the movie or a not good remembering of the movie? Um, it's, it's, it's a beige. It's one of those, it's in with my collection of all the epic um, teen movies that came out in that sure. particular genre. I can understand that. Yeah. I'm completely fine. So I guess let's, let's go ahead. I think I, I might have let the cat out of the bag on one of the other podcasts that I do. So we'll, uh, you know, maybe everyone's not completely surprised, uh, but today we are going to be talking about the faculty. And bum, bum, bum. I know, right? And that's 1998. Ooh, almost 20 years. I know, right? It's actually <laughs> pretty crazy to think about that. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna do the faculty, and this movie will always have a special place in my heart. I guess is a is a good way to put it. You have some good traumatic background on this one, don't you? I do. And actually, I even thought about this a little bit more because I think it relates to my life a lot more than I actually thought it did. Like, you know how... So when did the when did the Breakfast Club come out? 80-something. Yeah, like early 80s, like before we were Yo, born. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like 83. Yeah, like way before we were born. So we don't have to worry about that one. But it's kind of like how in that movie, people kind of relate to one character and that's kind of right. how they remember like their high school years. They glorify them as, as that kind of character. Like I was the lonely person or I was the crazy person. I was the, the bad boy, you know, that, that whole thing. I was the nerd, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I feel like you get that in every team movie. Everybody has those stereotypical, so this person's this role and this person's this role. And you're like, yay, cover all the bases. Well, I mean, like what, with like American Pie? Hi, 10 Things I Hate About You, um, even Jennifer's Body, like all of those have those like, I don't know, who did not you, another well, teen movie, Lou. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone, if anyone was living their life like anyone in not another teen movie, I think there's probably an issue. It's true. Especially the sister. If you're living your life like her, I think, <laughs> I think there's an issue. <laughs> whole load of problems <laughs> yes but uh no i thought i thought this they were trying to capture because so kevin williamson did the screenplay for this movie so right. he if people don't know already he was the writer for scream scream 2 the following you know like a whole bunch of slasher type horror movies so he i will always love him for what he did with scream i also love the following uh, i thought that show was canceled too soon it lasted three seasons but i thought that was a great show he's always yeah he's always one of those guys that he writes to make you guess what's going to happen so he is trying to 
put a swerve in things, but not like an M Night Shyamalan stupid right, asshole swerve. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like something that works, something that makes right, right. sense. It's not like you. It's not that you get away with this one time, and then we're kind of always expecting you to do something. So like, oh, good see M Night, you got away with this. Now you need to give me some other reason to. You need to throw me off here, and you're not doing that. Right, but Kevin Williamson, I think, does normally a very good job at what he does. So this was coming off of Scream Two. Uh, that he got this, that he got this screenplay. It's he's not the story isn't by him, so I don't know what that exactly means. But you can tell Kevin Williamson is a part of this. There's there's no doubt about it. He writes teens well, the way I think Josh Whedon writes teens well. If yeah. that if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed that, and then like we mentioned, or we, I mentioned it on a different podcast. Uh, Robert Rodriguez directed this movie as well. And you can kind of see his fingerprints on this too. So I mean, this this has mixed reviews. It's a six point four out of ten on IMDb, fifty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't horrible. No, and sixty one percent on Metacritic. So I can understand why people don't, you know, might not love this movie. But I'm sure it's not a love hate thing. I'm sure people were just like, oh, this is a fine movie. Like I was watching this, and I was I've seen it like probably like a hundred times by now i mean it's up there with wow look scream and donnie darko are my two highest movies i've probably seen each of those like 200 something times each right but the faculty's up there high because like i said this kind of i relate to this one because with moving around a lot one of my schools was a a very small town in ohio was this school yeah and it's it's uncanny it's almost like they filmed this at that middle school, high school, because it looks the same. Like when they're driving around, even the little bit of the of the town that you see looks exactly the same. The whole dynamics were the same. So what I what I liked about this is when I was watching these characters again, I realized that I was part of every single one of these characters, except for maybe Delilah. That's probably the only one I didn't relate to, but every other character, and I'll go through that because I think some of it's pretty funny of how awesome. I, yeah, how I connect to some of these people. Well, we'll go, you know, we'll go through this, but uh, yeah, I I like this movie. You know, spoiler alert, I think it's a good movie, and what I also like about it, and I see if you pick this up as well, it holds up because there's nothing to do with technology in this no. movie. Yeah, no, which I, which is actually kind of fantastic. So it's definitely one of those like clearly set in the '90s, but without it being like everybody's on their crappy cell phones back then yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah, they don't even try. I mean, at one point they put on, they try to put the radio on, and it's not working in the car. And he's, you know, Zeke's driving around a GTO, a really nice like red and black. It's fucking badass. Like, and he's just trying. You know, he's just got that touch radio because he didn't change it. Like, all that kind of stuff. It's classic. So, you yeah. can rip that stuff out. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, okay. We, we should probably go all the way back to the beginning here. Uh, so, wait, I, I do yeah. have a question for you. Yes, so I go want ahead. To clarify for me. So, you've seen this roughly probably around 100 times or more. Yeah. Now, is this one of those ones where, like, you've actually sat and watched it that many times? Or is this, like, this is my background music? Like, oh, I've, I've watched it a fair amount of times, especially, like, in middle school and high school. But then also, this is just a background movie. So I okay. watched it. I watched it thoroughly again for right. this podcast. Right. Yeah. So I picked up all the little nuances. Hopefully, I got down all my theories. You know, all that kind of stuff. So went really in depth with 
<laughs> yes. yes, of course. Now, what about yourself? Do you just did you just watch this like once when it came out, and then now was another time? I want to say this was one of those movies where like you go to somebody's house and it's like let's put on a scary movie. And oh, it's sure. like It was one of those things because um, I do not come from a household that watches scary movies in any regard, so we never <laughs> had them in the house. So if sure. anything like this. I've seen, I either saw it on my own in the theater with a gro- group of friends or I was at, you know, it's a slumber party. Let's put on, oh my God, Josh Harden, so hot. Like it's one of those. And he was. Versus, I mean, let's right. let's be honest. Yeah. Versus, you know, owning, like I'm, my mom would never own this. Like that's, it's just one of those things. And that's, I think that's kind of a, a funny thing too is I don't own this one either. This one's just always been on either TV or yep. I, I mean, I might have had a DVD copy of it like a long, long time ago, but I don't have the Blu-ray or anything of the faculty. It's just always on Netflix or it's on Amazon Prime. It's, it's always there. Right. Yeah, because really, I mean, Robert Rodriguez really made a name for himself, but this would have been one of his first major movies. And it did well at the box office. Yeah, it actually yeah. did. So, and what I'm really surprised and shocked about is they never made a sequel to this movie and they easily could have yeah which is what they would have done now thank yeah, god oh they yeah. Didn't, though. yeah no it's actually a very good thing that there isn't a sequel to this because i know which direction they would go but i don't think it would work and i'm i'm a little afraid to be honest that they might even try and make a sequel now like a 20 years later where they get <gasps> people oh High school reunion yes <gasps> yes i would not be surprised that would be awesome yeah just because I want to see all the faculty and how they yes. age. And John <laughs> right. Stewart alone, I'd be like, yes! Well, I mean, spoiler alert, uh, I, he's one of the only casualties on this movie. <laughs> and no, by- not in the credits. Oh, okay. Which is horrible. The eye patch and the... Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. No, I don't know what you're talking about. What? I've seen this movie over a hundred times. I don't even know what you're okay, talking so about. Okay, so I rented it on Amazon. I spent the three bucks. Oh, you did? Like, yeah. So if you watch the Amazon version, yeah. they go through all like the people who are normal again, and John Stewart's still alive. No fucking he's way. He's got an eye patch, and he's missing his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to pick <laughs> shit up and stuff. Like, that's just the last clip, and he's like, oh, wow. Oh, wait, wait. Like, that's the only thing? Yeah. That's it's so It's just fuck- in the credits. What? Yes. Uh, I guess this was back when I didn't think people put things in the credits. Like, it's 1998. Yep. Wow, that's weird because they even mention... All right, we'll get to the end of the movie. We'll get to okay. the, what they say at the end of the movie. But that's interesting because now I'm, like, fast-forwarding through the movie <laughs> to see if I can get to that part. Uh, the coach is a douchebag again, and then this person, and, that, like, all those people are back. Oh, wait, wait. I just, I just saw it. Yeah, they show him with an eye patch, and he's eating a donut with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and there's literally oh, and then they show the uh, the uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I never I never saw that. I went just literally right to the point where they say who the story and music is by, and then I turn it off all the time. <laughs> yeah, because I you know, and maybe I know a lot of people are different on this. I do I never watch the credits unless I know for sure it's like a Marvel movie where they're gonna have an end right, scene, or they'll randomly put something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's very interesting. Thank you for thank you for letting <laughs> me know that. That's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I I think the biggest thing that I thought when I saw John Stewart, ah, uh, you know what? We we keep on getting ahead of ourselves. We yeah, need yeah. to go back. Let's go. Let's okay. go back. So, go to the beginning. Everyone knows. Everyone knows we're gonna spoil this. That's why they listen to the podcast yeah. in the first place. <laughs> so, 
it's completely fine. Uh, but yes, this is this takes place in a very small town in Ohio. Uh, they start out right away with the football team, and right away, uh, Robert Patrick T two, which I'm probably gonna call him for the rest of the movie. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, T two's in it, uh, and he's just yeah. fucking swearing at everyone. And I love it. By the way, this is a R rated old school right. sci fi horror movie, like which whatever is, you want to call that it. That kind of took me back because I'm like. Oh yeah, this is a rated R movie. Because <laughs> yeah. like, when you watch it on TBS, all this shit's like bleeped out. <laughs> oh yeah, and the only the only way I got into this movie was because my dad took me to it. Like I was such a huge because my first ever R rated movie was Scream, so I was hooked on Scream from the beginning. So once I saw Kevin Williamson had something to do with a movie, I was like pleading with my parents to take me. Yeah, you you, you got to take me to see this, even though I'm way underage. For this. So, but my dad had no problem with it and it's i mean look at me now it's, it's it, it definitely had a positive impact on my life it's all about parenting exactly so so it's small town and i love also it's a uh alternative rock type not metal but definitely that alternative rock style soundtrack so the right. first thing you hear is uh the kids aren't all right by uh um the offspring so I like when a movie starts with that. They also have they did uh, another Brick in the Wall remake by this band I have not heard of since called Class of '99. Uh, Creed's on the soundtrack. Stabbing Woo! Westward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Mullins Oasis. <laughs> like it's all so, garbage is on there too. And I'm not talking about Creed. It's just right. the band garbage. But um, so yes, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so the movie starts and you're seeing the uh, you know. T2 is yelling at all the football players. And this is where first you get introduced to Usher is in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Young Usher. Yes, very young Usher. Very young Usher. I have See, no I idea. Kevin and Elijah Woods are the only ones who actually look like they could be in high school. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. Well, besides who's who is Stan again? Who plays Stan? Uh, he's actually done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's he, mostly a character well, actor. Look, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the the people in this movie for sure because this is a star-studded cast where you would not expect these people to be in a movie like this. That's Sean for Hattery sure. or H H A T O S E Hattery Hassery. I'm not cannot pronounce that right. I know he's. I mean, I know he's been in a ton of stuff. Yo, yeah, yeah. There's no there's no doubt about that. But uh, oh, I I remember him from Alpha Dog a lot too. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. And by the way, that movie was fucked up. <laughs> that movie Alpha Dog was really fucked up. Like that was more horror than this uh movie is. That's for sure. But uh yeah, he's in a lot of I mean Fear of the Walking Dead. Ew. I, well, I'm just trying to give you something that's Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, look, everyone else can everyone else can go ahead and look up the IMDb. But I guess right. let's also just we might as well just name some of the cast members. Uh Jordana Brewster is in this movie. Uh Clea Duvall uh, Laura Harris, Josh Hartnett, uh, Selma Hayek, Hayek. yeah, uh, Famke Jensen. Woo! Yeah, I know, right? I love her, I actually. Love her. She, yep. Uh, Christopher McDonald, if anyone doesn't know, that is uh, uh, Shooter McGavin from, oh, yeah. Yeah, from Happy Gilmore. Uh, B.B. Uh, Newworth. B.B. Newworth. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen her forever, but she was in a ton of stuff. Oh, she's, she's all on Broadway now. She's just straight up Broadway now. Oh, okay. That makes, yeah. I mean, yeah, some people do that. Uh, John Stewart, as we mentioned, Elijah Wood, uh, 
just tons, tons of people. And, and big character actors, too. Yes, very big. And that's why it might be harder for us to just continually name people. But those right. are those are some of the biggest right there. And right. this was a R-rated teen horror movie that yep. all these people were in. So it's a little surprising, I would say, in normal terms, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But so we go back. They're on the football field. And this is where – so. Uh, the guy we just mentioned, his name is Stan in the movie. So Stan and Usher are like mad at the coach, and Usher has to like stop Stan from going off and telling off the coach, you know. But T2 is really pissed and like throws over all the, <laughs> all the Gatorades and waters and shit because, you know, it's a big football game. We got to get up for the big football game. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, because that's all. And this is absolutely true. I don't know how true it is anymore, but in Ohio, in small town Ohio, it is all about the football program, no matter what. No, I'm what. pretty sure small-town middle America, this is completely still all legit. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. I don't know, it's been, just been a long time since I've been back to Ohio. Uh, but they start, the, they start the mystery and intrigue very quickly because while the coach, while T2 is getting really pissed off at the sprinkler system and all this kind of stuff, you see the shadow of someone walk up to him, and he turns around and he's like, you know, this better be fucking important or you're going to be running sprints till you die, whatever, something like that. Right. And then turns around and goes, yeah, what? And then, bam, just right to the faculty. And yeah. you know you know you're in for some shit. So that's, that's the way you start this movie off. And then to, to continue that point of football is important and this is small town Ohio, they go into the faculty lounge where the principal, who what's her name again? BB Newirth. Yeah, um, Newirth. a lot of people know her. She's uh, uh, obviously very well known from Cheers and Frasier. It's um, uh, Lilith Sternin. Yes. Yep. She uh, she's the principal telling basically all of the character, and I mean there are tons of character actors in this scene too. Uh, that they're not getting all the stuff that they want for the new school year. Because, yeah, all the yeah. extracurriculars. I mean, you're yeah. talking drama teachers, you're talking all that kind of, all those, the music teacher, all those people are like, sorry, we need to cut all these things because, you know, the only thing that's bringing in money to the school is obviously sports, football. Every Friday night, everyone's yeah. at the everyone's at the football game, and that is absolutely fucking true. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. So, yeah, so I, I'm liking this movie right away because it's also pretty much based in reality. Like I'm like this yeah. is this is what I'm going to be living. That's that's what I'm as I'm in the theater and I think I mentioned this last uh last podcast episode. This for the faculty when I saw this, I had just moved to small town Ohio. It was I was there for probably like a couple weeks. Just living in a one bedroom apartment with my whole family and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do and my dad was like, "Why don't we go see this movie?" I we went it was just me and my dad went to see it. And I go, is this what I'm going to be in for? <laughs> is this? What did you bring me? Besi- right. And besides the main plot further furthering point, everything right. else in this movie is completely true uh, for what I went through <laughs> in, in, in middle school and high school. Awesome. Yes. Oh well, not ri- uh, uh. well. Yeah. Everybody goes through it. Well, sure. Just maybe not to the extent, but this isn't the podcast when it when it does when I do the podcast. Uh, Ian loves therapy. therapy. Yeah, yes. that we'll we'll go into all this. Yes, yeah. now now tell me what brings this up for you. Oh, that's that's good. Thank you. I almost I almost just spilled all of my secrets. Sweet, <laughs> we can try this later. Yeah, right. I do need more and more podcasts. I do not have enough, Kelly. I need more. Woo! Yeah, seriously. So. 
everyone leaves. Uh, everyone leaves from the fact that they're all pissed off pretty much. Even the principal. She doesn't want to be the bad guy. She just has to. Right. It's, just the, it's just the way it is. Uh, but she realizes she leaves her keys. So her basic I'll be right back line is I'll see you tomorrow to one of the teachers who's still there. And she goes over to her desk. It's all dark because the whole school is locked down there. It's nighttime now. And she goes and she goes to get her keys on her desk. And who comes in but T2? And he's acting a little strange. He's acting a tiny, yeah, tiny bit. Yeah, I guess normal for little pervy, a little rapey. Definitely, definitely some rapey going on. Oh yeah, there's no no doubt about it. So it's, I guess that's not his personality normally. I guess is what you're supposed to think. She's like, if you're drunk, just go home and sleep it off. Like I don't even have time for this. And he's like, hey, you look very pretty tonight. Do you have a pencil I could borrow? And just keeps on like sidestepping her anytime she tries to get by. And then finally she's like, fuck it. Yes, I got pencils. And she takes like, oh, she's like, here's a whole bunch of fucking pencils. And <laughs> she's like, now take your pencil and, and go, home. go home. And now this is where I think Kevin Williamson forgot that this isn't really a slasher horror movie. <laughs> right, because this scene really. This, mean, whole, this, this whole, whole thing part. This yeah. does not come back into play at all in the movie. No. So it's kind of like, so this isn't how this spreads. That Why did we do this? Yeah, I think, and I have a theory for that, and we'll get to it in a second. But basically, T2 takes a pencil, holds her hand, and then jams it through her, through her <laughs> right through her palm. Then, ta- oh. then takes out the pencil and, like, licks it or something and is like... I've always wanted to do that. Do that. Yeah, and she, at least as a smart, strong woman, like punches, like gets away, like takes her keys she in takes her, her hands. Keys. Yep. yep. Which is a great move, by the way. If if any woman ever has any issue, that. yeah. E- e- even if any guy has any issues outside, like take your keys and put them in between your fingers and fucking rock someone. Like it's a good idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. So she leaves some massive scratches on his face she runs away she goes to like the chemistry room because she doesn't know where she's going really and what i like is instead of freaking out and trying to lock the door or something she does try and go out the window and this plays into later when she tries it kind of only opens like not even halfway right and i think that's okay so mind you the schools are built in the 1950s and have not been updated at all so you're thinking like these heavy lead line painted like windows which by the way i remember opening these things these things were bitched open she's down a hand anyway and she's panicking so i can kind of see why this thing's probably hasn't been opened in 40 years right and i think that plays in later on too without the hand part but for sure something else happens but yeah so she realizes she like he runs at her like he looked like t2 when oh, no, he yeah. was running totally. in these scenes. Chasing the cop car. We were like, holy <laughs> yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, he is. He just does that so well. There, there's no doubt about and this that. Is, this is another one. That, as soon as they take away his personality, he's always T2 anyway. Yeah. And they do this in almost all of his movies. Because I'm like, well, you do it really well. Like, you play yeah, he robot does. super well. Yeah, they should have just continued with him for every single Terminator. Was that, was that your metal. squeaky mic? Liquid metal. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that just came You're through. Welcome. I wanted for for all the podcast listeners. <laughs> That's what that was. That wasn't an impression that of T2 running. Like, yeah. really? Well, I thought you were going to like download some app or something to use. Yeah, well. Like a wah, wah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so she's running away. She actually gets to the door, and there's one of the teachers. 
and she's like, oh, I forgot something, whatever. You know, and she's all freaked out, and she's telling her, oh, the, the coach has lost his mind, blah, blah. Let me out. The teacher says she forgot her keys, and she's like, where's your keys? You went in to get them. She goes, ah, oh, I left them in the office. So she stealthily makes it back to her office, gets the keys, and then it's that run where she's like almost at the door and the other woman outside of the chain door says like, ah, he's right over there, right there. there." And he starts doing his T2 run. (laughs) He's just right, arms swinging back and forth in perfect line order. (laughs) And she's fumbling with the keys, fumbling with the keys. It's that, it's that crazy, you know, oh no, is he going to make, you know, and finally, you got to get out the door. Yeah. Last second, last second, perfect horror movie end to this kind of thing yeah he he, she gets out she locks it he's right there can't get her she has a pair of scissors in her hands because she went for the scissors which was great for her to you know try and survive and stuff like that but she drops them kicks them aside the teacher though that's outside the woman teacher all of a sudden has the scissors in her hands and just starts slashing away (laughs) slashing away at her not at not at the coach not at t2 but at the principal and then when she's done, she gives the coach a look and is like, I've always wanted to do just that. Wanted to do that. Yep. And then, bam, again, we get the title thingy or whatever. So that, I got to say, and this is, and Kelly just, Kelly just said a similar thing, uh, doesn't really play into the movie. Does not come out again <laughs> in this movie. Right. We were like, so there has to be some sort of self-sacrifice. Yeah, what's, you know, is this just that, you know, the faculty is evil? Well, or is this is this you guys trying to be clever and throw us off because this never happens again in the movie? <laughs> well, let's also let's also be honest. They gave away what the quote unquote, you know, twist, not even twist, but the what the main villain is in this movie. They gave it away on the posters and everything. Oh, like yeah. I think we we can say it, right? We don't have to pretend, do we? Do we have to go through this pretending we don't know what it is until they talk about it? No. We, we can play characters that don't know. <laughs> Just, <gasps> and then what happens? I know. I and then Zeke shows up, and then <laughs> <laughs> no, but ser- I guess seriously, for people who don't already know, it is aliens. Dun dun dun. So they're, they're parasites. Yeah, it's they're the brain slugs from Futurama, really. Yeah, sort of, and. They talk about the puppet masters later, but right. yeah, and we'll get into all that I stuff. But just so you know, yeah, yeah, references. just so you know, so it's aliens, but they're not, you know, taking their bodies; they're controlling them. That's what right, they right, do. Right. It's a it's a parasitic alien. So we'll go into. So that's what happens there. You get past the whole faculty thing of the horror scenes that you don't see anymore for the no. rest of the time, and now you get into Ian's school days because yes. <laughs> and. Elijah Wood shows up to school and there's a little car accident where two women start like beating the shit out of each other. And this is the introduction uh, of the movie because Elijah Wood steps off the bus and gets, what does he get for his troubles? A fucking elbow to his nose just out of nowhere from someone who doesn't care about him whatsoever. He falls on the ground. They freeze frame and it says, Casey. Because that is his name in the movie. And they're going to do this for every character. Now, there is less freezing and slow motion in this movie than Batman vs. Superman. So, that's a good thing. Yeah, this movie only clocked in at like an hour 44, an hour 40 or whatever. Where yeah. Superman... Did you... Oh, I <laughs> tangent time. Um, 
one of the uh, articles that I saw this week was that Batman versus Superman was originally supposed to be four fucking hours. Four hours. Speaking of Elijah Wood, you know how long the director's cuts of The Hobbit and all that crap is, too. Like, that doesn't surprise me at all. But those are, even though Good I... Good movies and it, great books. Yeah, I don't care about The Hobbit movies. I like the book, obviously, when oh, I was the, a kid. All the Ring movies yeah. is what I mean. Yeah. But those movies make sense. Batman versus Superman is, like, I was just wondering, is, like, is an hour and a half extra just all more slow motion? Like, I didn't know what they could possibly put in. Besides Jenna They're, Malone, who well, was so possibly what they did Batgirl. Was they managed to cut out um, any likability in any of the characters, and that's the hour and a half. So if Hey-o. they actually had developed these characters, then <laughs> you would have cared what happened. But since we pretty much, Americans are dumb and they only want action scenes, we can cut out all this frilly bullshit. I'm pretty sure everyone's dumb. And let's not forget, there weren't that many action scenes. Yeah, it wasn't Woo! even like it. Yeah. So, all right. So, anyways. So. Uh, this is this whole slowdown uh, part. So you meet, so you meet Casey. You realize he's the guy who gets bullied. So he's, he's Peter Parker. Yeah, he's and so this is a, a large chunk of Ian. Is is Casey? Yeah, absolutely. Did you have your growth spurt after high school? Oh no, I got I got I got beat up all the time at six foot. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, remember we said no. Problem. We said no therapy sessions, but <laughs> I was bu- I, I was bullied mercilessly. For from age like seven, seven to whatever. That. Oh no, no, I fought back, but you can't fight back when you have fifteen to thirty people beating you. Like that's uh, uh, not a thing that happens in real life. Yeah. No, no. See, this is why I played hockey. Carry a big stick. Bitches didn't come near me. I was never a weapons guy. I always thought pussies used weapons. I'm I'm sorry, um, zombie man, you're not a weapons guy. Oh, uh, only for zombies. That's the Bullshit. only. That is the only time that weapons are acceptable. Just saying, like in real life, in real life, the only time for me, anyways, it's and zombies. What happened? Someone got his ass kicked. Yeah, but I also would have gone to jail, like for slicing <laughs> what someone. Does kill them? You can still maim them with like a field hockey stick, like shit. <sighs> Look, I know it was the fucking like '90s, but still. Like nineties and two and early. As far as I'm concerned, you're gonna look great for yearbook photos. Like that's, I'm gonna fuck you up that way. Ah, I, hey, if if only you were around, Kelly. If only oh, I had the so fun. if only I had the Kelly backup, the two six foot plus tall people just <laughs> like running, running right. the high school. Yes. Uh, but yes, but for sure, Casey was a lot of me. So I saw a lot of a lot of except for the small part. But Casey well, was a lot of me. Yeah. Yep. Then we meet Stokely, and she is the goth like loner girl and uh, see, i don't want to do goth with her i want to go with it has she's no it, it's it's not goth though it's um sci-fi she it, yeah she's the literary like she's that she's like the dark literary character literary versus, like the nerdy literary character uh, with the glasses literary girls don't wear all black mesh have a whole ton of black mes- mascara and eyeliner and then also wear their hair that way it's That's, the 90s. I know. Look, I look. I I have no problem making fun of myself. When I was in high school getting beat up and not caring what people thought, you see Stokely's hairstyle? That's mine. I need photos. No, there aren't any. Things. There aren't any. That's bullshit. You know, I know how much I, you know how much I hate photos. Oh, my God. I need to find your yearbook. Uh, okay, wait a second. Kelly, do you think – do you seriously think that I took yearbook pictures? Yeah, your mom's got photos. Bullshit if she doesn't. No, it's not. 
Uh, it's absolutely true. She has none. The yearbook photo people came to me at each one of my high schools and asked for me to for the picture, and I said no. I refuse to be in the yearbook. The only thing I'm in there for is varsity sports. That's the only thing I'm in the yearbook for. That's still there's hair in that. There are there is hair in that. Actually, you're right. Okay, I'll give you that, but you're still not seeing those because I burn them. Right. So the high the name of the high school was what again? <clears throat> so. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, it was multiple high schools, not just okay. one. Okay, yeah. yay online. Hey, I need to reorder that yearbook from blah, 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 because so-and-so, it's really easy. Not even a chance. You'll never find that information <laughs> out. Like, that's not a thing that'll happen. I think so, I have a new goal this year. Awesome. All right, that's not a good use of your time. <laughs> See what happens when I open up on a fucking podcast? Now I got to deal with this shit. All right, so so calm down a second. Okay. So yes, but awesome. honestly, if anyone knows, so imagine Stokely's hair where it comes down on the sides, the long shit there. That was my hair, but then buzz the back. Yeah. And then a so whole hot. bunch of people end up taking that hairstyle from me well, <laughs> during right, school. Trendsetter, yeah. Of course. Yeah, but not in a good way. Not in a good way. So that's so you meet Stokely. So I would still call her the goth literary loner. So, yes, that's a big part yeah, of me. Yeah, it's 90s goth. It's not yeah, now goth. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so that was, I would say, that's that's a big part of me as well. And then she ends up, this guy is going backwards and hits her on the shoulder. And she obviously says something to him because she's not happy about that. And that person is Stan, who we mentioned before, who was on the football field. Now, he is also a part of me because I am awesome at sports. And sports I played, person. yeah, and I played high school sports now, not the stupid part that they would end up talking about later. He's the character that I, that probably I don't understand most of all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of weird. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah, he's he is now dating the head cheerleader who you meet. Shocking. Yep, Jordana Brewster. Uh, that's Delilah, and already you can tell that they don't have like any chemistry whatsoever. We do this because we're supposed to. You what? That's just it. That relationship's there because that's what's expected. Yes, exactly. Yeah, she he tries to like kiss her from behind and she's like having none of it because her lips have been done. And then he tells her he's got to tell her something. She's like head of the newspaper and also well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So it's it's the head cheerleader, but it's also the one who's like runs with student council and she's the honor roll student. She does like fifteen extracurriculars and like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. We all know those people. We all mm-hmm. we all grew up with those people. And yeah, so she, she's having none of whatever Stan wants to talk to her about, even though they are dating. And then while this is also happening, you see like four or five guys have Casey up with his legs spread and are ramming him into the flagpole. Now, I can at least say that no one's done that to me ever. Otherwise, otherwise they'd be height. dead. Yeah, they'd be dead. Right. <laughs> I would have. I would have done something very terrible to them. But yes, so that never happened to me. But Casey is Elijah Wood, and there was no way that he was fighting back against those. No. Yeah, not not gonna happen. Uh, so while that also happens, so this is this is where you get your introduction to everybody. Right. Then you meet. Characters. Then you meet uh, one of one of my favorite characters because this is also me because she is a new girl. And she is. Let me see if I got my if I got my accent correct. <coughs> She's uh, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson from Atlanta. That is her. Not bad. Mary Beth, Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. No, 
doesn't work. I think I had it better you're going earlier. Up because trying to do the female. Yeah, voice, right, right, you right. Did the male like drill? It's different. That's true. So why don't you try it? Um, what is it, Mary Beth? Hold on, Mary Beth what? Louise <laughs> Hutchinson from Atlanta. Why? See why this is that whole dilettante thing where you got to read your whole goddamn name off. Well, that's Mary the... Beth Louise Hutchinson from Atlanta. Eh, I think I did better. Yeah, you did. It needs to be longer. <laughs> Mine was too fast. <laughs> So she she's introducing herself to like a tattoo, like a girl who has a tattoo going up from her shoulder to her neck and is just completely stoned out of her mind. And she's trying to ask her questions and that's just not happening. But it is her absolute first day of school. And I know what this is like more yeah, than but more. still, Even being the new kid in school, out of all the people you're going to approach, really, this is the first person you're going to approach to get information out of. Really? Well, I mean, she is a little alien, so, you know, it's tough for her. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. So, <laughs> I can make friends with anyone. Go away. Yeah, she's, she's all around school just trying to do whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, while they finally, finally now we have met most of the characters, and we now make it actually into the high school, which looks exactly like my high school did, uh, and middle school as well. And you see this couple, and the reason why I bring it up is because you see them a few awesome. different times. Yeah, and it's just this guy and this girl, and the guy is a character actor too because Who's I've been seen a him. Crap ton of stuff, and I don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know his name, but his whole point. I actually looked at him. I don't think he actually says anything no, really. In he says this, nothing in no, this movie. He just gets slapped, and his girlfriend yells "fuck" at him all the time, like "fuck both, you, fuck you." In the opening scene, they're both going back and forth and like yeah. bitching at each other and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I but, believe their character names are fuck girl and fuck boy, actually. But not the fun yep. way? Oh, fuck you, boy, fuck okay, you, girl. Yeah, there you parents. go. <laughs> John Abrahams. Yeah, what did he Meet the parents, House of Wax. Oh, House of Wax, yeah. movie. Oh, oh, that's right. He was in... Oh, yuck. Nonstop. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, he's been in a crap ton of stuff. Yeah, he's just one of those faces that you recognize, but... He's probably made a, a good career for himself just getting paid for these random things that he does. Like, I Oh, no. Imagine. This is all character acting. We got Boston Public on here. Like, oh, yeah. tons tons of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So well, that couple will come up. But, yeah, she's slapping him in the face. He's running after her saying, fuck you, fuck you. Like, they are a couple that is not working. It's that love-hate couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning more on the hate, I guess. But yes. Or maybe that's the, the love for but them. But that's their thing. Yeah. That's Whatever. A, yeah. We've... we've known those couples like that's absolutely for sure i'm not sure what this is don't reproduce though yeah that would that would probably be a good thing but it is small town ohio so yeah you never know Uh, so then you make it into the guy's bathroom and you meet josh hartnett's character zeke (laughs) and he is hilarious uh he is selling uh he's selling fake ids to hide from that 70s show yes. <laughs> and some other guy who i don't think i've ever seen right, before. Yeah. yeah and of course the id doesn't look anything like them but they're still paying for it and then one big thing that you're going to see for the rest of the movie is in order to sweeten the deal zeke also sells this like trash drug that he makes himself that he keeps in pens that you snort up your nose it's not coke. Right. You know, it's, it's not anything like that. No, no, no. It's like it's a version of speed is pretty much what yeah. he's designed. Yeah, like that kind of thing. And he gives it to them and that's supposed you're supposed to know like, oh, okay, that's his deal. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, smash is what he's calling it? Uh scat. 
Scat. Yeah, it, Scat's oh, what he calls Really? Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but now I am part Zeke as well, and not for selling pens of, you know, Scat, but sure. just the, the all-around, like, cool loner guy who is also very smart, which you're going to find out later. Like, he's the smartest character in this movie. Yeah, by far. Yeah. Besides Casey, maybe? Because Casey, I think, is more on is an intellectual versus yeah. I think on paper Zeke will get more stuff done on that math and mind side. And you'll find out that Zeke is a fucking chemist too, so that's why it also works right. for me as well. So while this is all happening, Elijah Wood is with his bleeding nose from not only like holding his crotch basically too from getting rammed into the fucking flagpole, but also his nose is bleeding and he's in the handicap stall, like just like basically like hating life. I mean, yes. I've certainly been there. I completely understand the little guy. Like it sucks. It sucks. And he's just like, ah, oh, fuck. It's, school hasn't even started yet. And I'm dealing right. with this shit. And this is how my day starts. Yeah. And that is not the way you want your day to start. That's for sure. So now that we've met everyone, that is the gang there. Right. Uh, now we go into the faculty lounge. And this time you meet some of the other teachers that you didn't meet before. So this right. is where John Stewart is the chemistry teacher. Selma Hayek is the nurse who is always <laughs> sick because she wants to save <laughs> her sick days for when she's feeling better. Right. So that's always fun. And it is kind of. It's funny, John Stewart is trying to hit on her, I guess. Awesome. And it does not work. And as he's walking away from her, he's like, uh, just go stick a pen in my eye. Foreshadowing. <laughs> so get ready for that one later. Uh, Famke Jensen is, uh, she's dressed as the most stuck up, like, shy teacher that there ever was, I guess. Yeah, it's, 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 it, she's dressed like that librarian and you're like... Uh, and they're making you have a speaking role. So there's that awkward kind of, I don't really want to actually talk to you people. I'd rather just sit here and read. Yeah. That kind of, yeah, absolutely. And she's also shy, though, too. You can tell that. You can For, tell well, that exactly. Well. That's yeah. that whole, mm, yeah. Borderline L- Asperger's. I don't want to deal with people. Little awkward, you know, yes. all that kind of stuff. So you have her. Then you have Mrs. Brummel, who's very old, and the alcoholic teacher. Who I always forget his name, but he's in a ton of random stuff. He's oh, always yeah, playing yeah. a teacher. He's always like a a person of authority. Yeah, he was like a hardcore coach or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. remember he was the he was the bad cop in Super Troopers. If you yes. remember the main bad cop, the oh, one who was well, running he was, everything. Yeah, he's yeah. the head of police versus yeah. the head of yeah yeah. This, the uh, oh, yeah, that was him. Yeah, the troopers, the the highway patrol. Yeah. Yes. So that's and this is obviously <laughs> way before that. But it was still, yeah. yeah, that's him. And he's kind of an alcoholic. He's putting, he's putting booze in his morning coffee, like making snide comments to everyone. And then while this is all happening, T2 is standing there by the water, uh, by the water machine, just continually drinking water, just all over the place, never stopping, just looking outside. Until that teacher that ended up stabbing the principal with the knife with the uh with the big not uh not knives big scissors comes in and now she's had like a makeover or some shit because now she doesn't have her big ass glasses and her hair is done and she's actually wearing like she got her shit together yeah yeah basically and it's a whole bunch of staring and awkward smiles between the two of them and you're like oh all right they're doing something i guess i don't know what's going on there 
then to show that Famke Jensen is very shy and stuttery and all, you know, not authoritative, uh, they go to her class where she's talking about Robinson Crusoe and Zeke, like, makes snide comments, but that are smart comments that are also very, like, sarcastic and jokey and all that kind of stuff to show basically that he's smart, but he also doesn't care. I'm answering the question, just not the way you're expecting me to answer the question. Yeah. And he is repeating his senior year. He's repeating his senior year, but you can tell he just doesn't care. And that's why he's repeating, like that kind of thing. It's not that he's dumb. It's just that he just has nothing else going for him. That kind of thing. Right. But yeah. So... We but, now we're we're getting all the character development down, right? This is what all these opening scenes are. Uh, so you see, Stan. Stan wants to talk to Delilah again. Delilah's having none of it. Uh, you're seeing that their whole dynamic is really, like you said, it's only based on their hierarchy in the school. And yep. Delilah makes that clear because he he tells her, "Hey, I'm done with football. That's your story. I'm, I'm quitting football." He's the star quarterback. He's always been good at sports his whole life, but he wants to stop now, focus on his academics so that he can make it in college. Makes no fucking sense. At like, all. Like, this is the part that makes no sense to me <laughs> in this whole movie. Aliens, no, it's uh, one fine. Of those, yeah. Get the scholarship, and then if you're really that kind of driven, then do that. Like, why would you be like, no, I'd actually like to pay for my school. Yeah. His character makes, abs- especially in a place where he's a, like a hero, he's a god. Right, which is funny, school. which is weird that they cast him because, like, when your mind goes to quarter, my mind does not go to quarterback when I see you, dude. Like, yeah, you probably really like are not built at all. Yeah, like, like, Usher's more quarterback than you. Right, and he's even small, but yeah, I would say you know, and Usher ends up taking over once he quits, which makes sense. Right. But but yeah, he's for some reason he's the quarterback, which yeah, I would I would prefer Usher in that in that case, I would think. But uh, yeah, he's like, and she's she's having none of it. She's she's just making fun of him the whole time, being a total bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just total being like, you know, we're only together because of this. You like, have this title. Yeah, you should think about this. And he's like, oh, I thought you'd understand. And like, whatever. I don't understand. Like, how is she supposed to understand? Makes no sense to me. Uh, then you go into the alcoholic teacher's uh, classroom and you can see him drinking out of his, <laughs> his thing. People are like listening to music while he's talking. Uh, and he starts reading from a textbook, and Stan now is showing that he, you know, cares about his, his book learning. Yeah, and yeah. says like, "No, we did that last time. It, we're on this one." So more character development, I guess, to let you know. And and Stokely is kind of looking at him, like giving these kind of glances, so you know there's something possibly ooh, like the the literary goth chick has something for the for, for the, the jock. jock. Yeah, ooh. right. Well, you got to break stereotypes, right? You can't all, you can't all be like that. So then, they're outside. They're outside, and uh, Maribeth uh, goes up to Stokely and is trying to introduce herself, you know, and and make friends, you know. And I did like her line. She had a very good line there. I thought where uh, Stokely says like, "Why are you talking to me?" And she goes, "Well, it looks like you know I don't have any friends, and it looks like you have one less than that." And I thought that was kind of like I thought that was a good line. Like not right. it's it's not a dick line. It's she no. seriously cares. She's like, oh, right, right. I, I think it's this would person. be good. Yeah, we, you know that kind of thing. And while this is happening, like Delilah comes up in total bitch mode, and is like, hey Stokely, you stop muff diving all. Like, what? 
<laughs> like, where did that come from? Well, that's just it, though. It's like, why are you suddenly targeting this one? Like, out of like, and this is clearly like, it's not like these are the only two people sitting outside. The whole fucking courtyard's out there, and it's like you just beeline straight for this to pick on this person because yeah. you're a cunt. Yeah. Like, why would you randomly total, pick up? Right? Why? Total cunt. Yes. She was just, it, and it makes no sense. And you know, uh, Stokely calls her a bipolar bitch. And like walks away, and then Delilah walks away too. So it was literally only to fuck with her. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then we're kind of getting to the meat of the story because now you're seeing the characters develop a little bit more. And Casey is sitting alone uh, on the football field in the stands, and he's eating his lunch, and he's got a camera, and so you know he's just like, "This is his routine." Let's get away from everyone to where I'm safe. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to be beaten up. I don't want whatever. And while he's walking across the football field, once he's done with his lunch, he kind of comes across this weird little, like almost like cocoon insect creature. Kind of slug. Yeah. yeah slug looking thing. But it, it looks weird enough that he has to pick it up in his hand and he's kind of inspecting it and doesn't know what it is. And while this happens, T2 comes up behind him and is like, hey. Basically, like, what the fuck are you doing on, on the field? Field. And they have a little good back and forth where he's like, you know, what's your name? And Casey is like, oh, I, you know, I never see you around here. And Casey goes, you know, I think you should only run if someone's chasing you. <laughs> and T2 starts laughing. He's like, I really like that. Like, yeah, uh, that's, I, yeah that's good. Fair. Yeah, that's good. And then he gives him that kind of like stutter, like jump scare kind of thing. And Casey kind of like shuffles off, like doesn't do a full run. He's just kind of like, yeah, like, I'm good. Yeah, like nerd shuffle, like that kind of thing, <laughs> which I thought was, which I thought was adorable. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because I, I really like this movie. I like, I like, <laughs> I like what they're doing. I like how they're setting shit up. Uh, so they go back to the establishing scenes where they're kind of, a scene they love to use in this movie is whenever uh, someone who is possessed by an alien or infected by whatever you want to call it of an alien, whenever they're going into a room, one of the gang is always watching them go into the room and the alien likes to shut the door slowly while staring at their face. <laughs> like that's Yeah, it's, it's so classic. It's such a cartoon move. It really those, is. Like, because yeah, no, I can't even. You couldn't be saying any more something bad is going to happen in here right now right right so she walks in the the one that doesn't have the glasses anymore the drama teacher she walks into the old woman's uh mrs brummel or whatever she walks into the uh into her room and does the look as stokely like looks at her and then stan comes by as well and hits her again they run into each other again and she's like get a fucking seeing eye dog like right get a fucking seeing eye dog and she goes off to chemistry class, and that's where you get to see John Stewart's character, and he's probably really the only uh, well-adjusted teacher, I guess. Well, in he's this the new whole teacher. School. He's the one that hasn't been beaten down yet. He's the one who's like probably been out of college for like maybe six, seven years, and I'm now head of chemistry. And you know what, guys? We're gonna learn today. Like it's yeah. that kind of a teacher, which everyone had, and you're like, oh, this won't last long. Yeah, John Stewart's really young. I mean, for John Stewart, and. Uh, <laughs> He, and this is probably beginning of Daily Show time, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah, yeah. Right? Because he probably took Possibly over in like before. early 90s like or mid-90s. So maybe just a little mid. bit before. Yeah. Probably yeah. a little bit before this movie. But yeah. So he goes in. He goes in. Uh, and 
Elijah Wood, Casey, goes and talks to him about the thing he found you know, uh, on the football field. While that's happening, Mary Beth goes over to Stokely and is like, I didn't know you were a lesbian. Like, that's awesome. I've never met one before. Good for you. Yeah. We don't have those in Atlanta. We burn them. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. does it run in your family? Because we yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. And Stokely basically says, I'm not a lesbian. I go with that so people like you leave me the fuck alone. alone. Yeah, which I also liked. So yeah. I like that too. So while that while that's ending, now John Stewart is looking at the, you know, it ends up being an alien, surprise surprise, uh under the microscope and is basically barely does anything and then goes, "Casey, I think you might have found a new species." <laughs> That's it. There's, there's barely any workup whatsoever. It's like it's Ohio. They don't know. Very true. Very true. <laughs> and I forget the word. I forget the word. But uh, Usher asks him something because right now it's like Casey, Usher, Stokely, Mary Beth. They're all around John Stewart right now, and Zeke's at his desk, not caring. And right. they say some word, and I forget what it was, but it means ocean, ocean dwelling. Or ocean, you know that kind of so thing. It's an aquatic creature. An aquatic creature, yeah. And Zeke says what it is, and John Stewart looks up like, "Yeah, that's right," and then goes <laughs> back to what he's doing. And everyone's like surprised because Zeke isn't supposed to be, you know, great. You the, don't pay attention. You don't care. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, so then, what? So then, uh, Zeke comes over and just pushes John Stewart out of the way. And it starts looking, looking at it through, uh, looking through the microscope. And when they get when they get through that whole part, there, Usher makes fun of Stokely, like basically calling her a lesbian again or whatever. And she kind of nudges him, and water falls on the creature on the alien thing, slug, yeah, thing. slug thing, and it starts to move. It starts to react to the water. So they say, well, John Stewart says. Well, hey, you know, if it's, whoa, you know, let's just throw this in this huge aquarium full of water, full of water. <laughs> that we have. That has nothing else in it. I don't know what they were planning on doing. I wonder what science experiment they were planning on doing. Well, that is just... one of those. So this thing had a positive reaction to this. Let's just dump a whole fuck ton of stuff on it and see what happens. Well, like, that's very safe. Well, what I did like, what I did like was people questioned him on the way. They were like, well, could that kill it? Could it drown? And he's like, only one way to find out. Splash. Yeah. You found a new species and you're like, fuck it, we might just kill it. Like, whatever. It's cool. We'll see. And I actually thought the CGI for this stuff was fine. Like they, because they yeah. start doing a little close up of the creature too, and now it's it's swimming around like a tadpole basically, and it's got all these red, red vines coming out of it. Yeah. yeah, and I thought they did a good job with it. They even they're about to do a close up because John Stewart's also like, well, I'm gonna put my fucking hand in here now. So at least, like a- yeah, at least he put a glove on. Rubber glove. Yeah, he did put Can't a glove on, you know, so that's Whatever. fine. So when he starts like stroking, he's like, I'm gonna check his prostate. When he like strokes it, it multiplies. So I didn't know if that was like a masturbation joke or something. Like right. I didn't know what they were going for there. Hey, Maybe. What kind of subtle thing are you doing here? Yeah. So as he so it multiplies, everyone's like, ooh. Well, John Stewart still keeps his hand in there for some reason. And while it's doing this, they they go to a close-up of the little alien creature and it pulls back its gums to show these fangs and it bites the shit out of his finger. Which looks exactly like the giant worm creature from Men in Black 2 that eats the subway. Oh, that's true. And maybe towards the end, too. It might. That, too. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But anyway. an- another little cool thing, too, is Stokely puts her hand. Now, John Stewart's okay. He pulls it out, and he's like. Well, no, he's like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and then everyone looks at him. He's like. Duh. He's like, I'm okay. 
Like it was good comic are. comic timing works yeah, yeah, yeah. well. And while this is happening, Stokely puts her hand up against the aquarium, and all the red vines from the from the one creature like show the veins in her hands as well, which I thought was cool. It's little touches like that that I think work for something like right. this. Uh, then you basically you go through some things where Stan uh, Stan decides to quit. You know, he he said he was going to quit football, so he decides to quit football, and he's talking to the coach about it, T two, and T two's like. Uh, you're obviously going you know we're about to face the one team in the conference that can kick our ass and my star quarterback says he doesn't want to play football anymore I mean you must be going through some crazy stuff so who am I to say anything and get in the way of yeah to get in the way of the human condition (laughs) (laughs) I know right and it stands like, well, thanks for reaming me out. Thanks for not reaming me out, Coach. That that was great. And Coach goes, <laughs> she goes, well, what kind of human being would I be if I did that? Like, it's just, it's funny. It's, <laughs> it's one of those, you might as well just wear the I'm an alien t-shirt. But it's one of those, when you when you expect, when you don't expect to hear that from a person, like, your reaction is, so did you just have a stroke? Like, are you okay? Like, that's where your mind should go. But Stan's <laughs> did not because like, Stan's okay, not cool. the smartest. Yeah, Stan's not the smartest no. guy. Yeah. So he goes into the locker room. Elijah Wood is there. He gets a little bullied by Usher and some other big football dude. And Stan kind of interrupts that. He comes into the scene, Usher, and the guy's like, tomorrow night. And they're like, I guess he hasn't told his buddies yet. And they're right. all doing their jock thing. And then Casey goes, man, it must really blow to be you. And Stan's walking to the shower and goes, you have no idea. Bam. Bam. So, good line there. Now, I'm going to say this because this is, I I have to warn people, the next scene is one of the grossest scenes in all movie history. Out of the hundred times plus that I've probably seen this movie, I have never watched this scene. I will never watch this scene. I covered my eyes in the theater. And I will never watch this scene because I find it to be one of the grossest things that could ever happen in the world. Wow. Kelly, do you want to share with the people what this scene would be that would well, gross I mean, there, me out? I have out? a couple questions for this. One, because um, not being super familiar with um, high school male locker rooms. Yes. Uh, showers, anyway. Um, oh, I'm very so, familiar, Kelly. I would like to. Yeah, but uh, this, is, this is where the question comes in. So... Obviously, it's the gang showers, classic high school, blah, blah, blah. My issue is that um, why would you intentionally maim yourself by washing your face first alone in a shower room? What do you mean maim? Well, like, obviously, if you wash your face, you're going to blind yourself till you wash all that crap. Like, why would you? Like, well, I'm sorry. The first thing I do when I get in the shower, I don't blind myself. Well, here's, that's, that's never been my. Two things right away. Uh, number one is now he happens to be alone in the shower. But in many cases for for guys, going into the shower is not something where if you are straight that you are going to look around that much. So it's good to blind yourself so that you don't see anybody (laughs) all the time. So that's number Okay, so it's more force of habit. Yeah, so that's number one. Second thing is where does the soap go last? Okay, cool. So that's the pl- last place it goes, and it's the first thing you do the next time, though. Well, you're not supposed to think of, that's that's a joke. On, that's another joke on sitcoms. But soap is self cleaning, but you got to give it some time to self clean. So okay, I Charlie. would rather do my face first and then do the downstairs before instead of like, is that your thing? Do you go downstairs and then go up? Like that no, seems I weird. Have, girls have separate soap for everything. Oh, okay. Well, you guys, Just I don't mean, use body soap on your face that dries the shit out of you. 
I don't use body. I look. I have special routines. I mean, you yes. don't you don't look Same. like this without you know. I'm this, saying. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. You know. So, James. go ahead and talk about the rest. So the, I think those two points right off the top of my head were pretty good. But by the way, go ahead for the rest of the scene, and I'm gonna probably cover my ears. Maybe I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So if I'm remembering it mostly correctly. He's in there and he hears it. No, mind you, he's already, he's got soap on his face. He's the only one in the shower. It's a gang shower, and he hears something and he thinks it's Casey because he's like, you know, what the fuck do you want? Because I'm showering, whatever. And then you see the old teacher come stumbling out of nowhere, um, and she starts undressing because it looks like she's overheating. Um, and then the clo- the closer she gets to the camera you realize she almost looks like she's melting like she looks like she's a burn victim and her skin's starting to like fall off and stuff and she's asking for help and that she's you know that there's something wrong with her now mind you he's completely naked as the teacher's also pretty much completely naked and like falls on him and um he's trying to hold her up and then half the skin comes off her face pretty much as she collapses on the floor because he can't hold her because they're both wet and naked in the shower so right there is like a nightmare no, right, because you're a 17-year-old dude and this 85-year-old is completely Ugh. naked with all of her skin falling so off, has fallen on you. I can see the grossest stuff, and I just don't want to see anyone over the age of, like, 40 naked. <laughs> like, at all. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Christy Brinkley for 62 looks amazing. Okay, well, there are – come on. Of course <laughs> there are going to be exceptions but right. still, I'm just, it's like the scene, like in the, in the shining, it's like the scene in the fucking shining where it's that hot fucking naked girl and he's making out with her. And then all of a sudden it's bam. He's making out with this old decrepit naked woman. You're like, ah, so gross. Sorry. Yeah. Ageist, ageist over here, I guess. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but you know, Same. No. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully the, the PC people aren't going to come after us on the, on the podcast, but yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just fucking gross. So I've never watched that scene so i i don't even know if you actually see any of her naked besides like no 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 like it's implied like you don't actually again there's no full front for rated r there's no full frontal old lady naked nudity good okay so my suggestion would be people skip ahead on your on your netflix or whatever if you're watching this don't worry about that part uh so casey was there casey was there obviously outside right but then he comes running in when all the shit goes right 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 and now Stan and Casey are basically getting a talking to from the drama teacher saying that Mrs. Brummel had cancer and they were trying to keep it quiet and it was reaction to her meds, like all this kind of stuff. Uh, right. And while this is happening, Casey's looking outside and T2 is standing in the middle of the football field with all of the, <laughs> with all the sprinklers going and just enjoying the fuck out of himself. Oh, no, yeah. Like he's just having the time of his life. Right. <laughs> he's just standing there. Arms crossed, just loving it. Uh, and then they they cut out to Zeke, and Zeke is selling his wares. He is selling, and I love this too because Kevin Williamson, uh, who obviously writes a lot of things for Nev Campbell, but Zeke is selling Nev Campbell and Jennifer Love Hewitt VHS tapes of them naked. Right. She got sell porn. Which, by the way, um, if anyone doesn't know, I'm a Nev Campbell expert. Uh, she had it in her contract for years that she would never be naked. She's only been naked in one movie, uh, and it was way after Scream 3. It was something called, like, 
wish you were here or something like that and she's only naked in the shower for like five seconds it's not the wild things nev campbell you wanted that's what i'm that's all i'm saying like we all wanted nev campbell and denise richards to both be naked you only got denise richards which is fine it's fine but i was a nev campbell guy i'll always be a nev campbell guy yeah that's all i'm saying like look i got a thing brunettes and redheads it's not it's not blondes it's not whatever oh purple pink hair any other color hair, it just doesn't tend to be blonde. That's just the way it is. Nev Campbell got me started on that stuff. That's the way it goes. Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Scream. Did I talk enough about women? This is fun for me. <laughs> this, this is, is, yeah, this I'm, is I'm just take, sitting here taking notes. It's like science class. All right, let me write that down. Okay. So who is the, the, the redhead guy that he sells? One of the guys is also a character actor. And if you right now can tell me what fucking movie he was in that we both love... I'll be very impressed. But he's one of the kids he sells the, the two uh, VHS tapes to. Fuck, I don't even... Like, I'm blanking on what those two even look like now. Oh, okay. Do you want me to tell you who it was? Yes. It was the good guy in Not Another Teen Movie who's always trying to get the art girl, the, the main girl in the movie. Oh, the one who gets like hit by the bus and he's trying to do the slow clap all the time. You know, that one. Right. He ends up doing the slow ca- clap at the end. And then he gets beat up for it. Right. Yeah, that that's him. So he's even younger in, in this movie. So that's a little piece of trivia for everyone out there. The main part of this story was just to show that Zeke is once again selling things he's not supposed to. He's by his awesome GTO, black and red, which are the two best colors to have. Famke Jensen comes up to him and is like, why didn't you just like, why you're not supposed to sell things on school property and you're so smart. Why didn't you just repeat no, your finals. I'd also like to out, this is one of the reasons why I absolutely love her as an actor. Mind you, this came out in 98. Before 99. this in 90- or 90. Yeah, you're right. Nope, 98. You're right. Sorry. So, my bad. My now, apologies. 3 years before this, she plays my absolute favorite Bond villain, Zenya Nagova on the top, which you get the, almost the complete opposite type of person, Ali. Oh, sure. Right. right. It, oh. I love Zenya. Well, let's not forget her as Jean Grey as well. well of course. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like that's even a yeah, – but if you're going to go extremes, like oh, it's sure. kind of like Nazi versus library teacher. Like these are – Yes, very different, oh. yeah. And she has a small role, unfortunately, but it is it is different. Right. But yeah. So she's she's all like stuttery and like, why don't you apply yourself? You know, all this kind of stuff. And Zeke, have done this last yeah. summer if you just did this. And yeah. Zeke's like, I got some chocolate-flavored laxatives to make you feel better. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, I got some cherry flavored Magnum condoms for you. <laughs> it's like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, Zeke? We can go either way with this. Apparently, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Like, calm down, Zeke. Uh, but yeah. So, and she's like, that's so rude. You're such a mean person. Yeah, but see, that's just it, though. Like, it comes off though. Like, I can't tell if like you're actually pathetic or like, is this you like trying to flirt? Like, are you guys fucking? Like, I don't know. There's what's a going little. On. There is a little bit of flirtiness because she's so disappointed in him for the way he's treated you know what i mean like if that was just a regular person that would be mean like she'd just be like you know even her character would be a little bit more standoffish but she's more disappointed in that interaction than she is anything else if that makes sense i don't know my mind still goes to so are you guys fucking like this is weird well well foreshadowing yeah well we'll we'll get to that but True. that's that's just a little bit of, of of things there. Now, what they also start to do in the movie is they start to show like lots of water 
being being everywhere. Like, like everywhere. Like they're going like, through water like tons and tons of water. And no one's really picking up that it's that weird yet. But it is just tons of bottles of water being brought in, tons of bottles of water everywhere. So Delilah is still looking for her uh, headline story. And obviously Casey's got his camera, so he works with her in the, you know, in the newspaper or whatever. So they quote unquote break into the faculty lounge and they're looking around for all their issues with whatever they can expose. And basically Casey takes the time to call her a mega bitch. Basically, because she is just spouting off at the mouth the way she was uh, against Stokely, basically, uh, about the faculty. And now this is where you see a little flirting come in as well, because she's not used to... What? You're making a face. What are you making a face for? See, this is a, we're going to break down walls, because we're going to make sure these two are actually kind of attracted to each other. They and definitely are, because the way Jordana... Like, I would pay tons of sums of money to have jordana brewster look at me the way that she looked at casey after he called her a mega bitch like she was she was definitely turned on by that little interaction that they had yeah those women are weird well no shit i mean (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) no shit you stood up to me i need to fuck you like what like well she's that strong female she's that strong female in the don't don't confuse the two Kelly, that is your last time. Your last. <laughs> I can't even get through. It. I can't get through that. No. <laughs> Boo! They're... I had my three this session. I'll wait. Oh yeah, is that what we're doing? <laughs> 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 that might be a great idea to limit the the swearing that we're allowed to do. Uh, but yeah, she. No, I mean they have to show that there's something between them, and she's just not used to people telling her off. I mean that's a classic. That's a classic move through movies and tvs for forever movies and tv show not tvs but you know what i mean like that kind of thing so now t2 and the drama teacher come in and they have to they have to stow away in the closet and while they're doing that selma hayek comes in she's still sick as fuck like she just will not not be sick lovely so while this is while they're in the closet doing this basically t2 and and the chick are like hey you know, are all the faculty done? And like, no, not yet. And Selma Hayek obviously isn't an alien yet. So they just start going really close to her. <laughs> like, just like cutting her off from everything. And she's just like, this is weird, but doesn't say shit about it. No, yeah. I'm like, okay, you guys are being stupid. I'm just going to keep trying to avoid you. Until T2 just takes her by the fucking head, throws her down on the couch, and then... <laughs> like... His face gets all veiny and pops a fucking alien out of his mouth and slams it through her ear. Yeah. Like her ear canal. And there's like she screams and there's like this thing of blood. And then in the closet, they're getting like weirded out. Flipping out. Yeah. And they back up and it's the dead old woman is there. And and falls (laughs) on Delilah. And now this is where I thought Casey was pretty smart because T2 goes over to slowly open up the closet to see what's going on. And Casey's got a broom handle and just fucks him up. And they they run out. Delilah like side checks the drama teacher over the table. And then as they're running, uh, you know, Selma Hayek's kind of getting back into her new yeah, alien stuff. Yeah, and kind of right. grabs her leg like, you know, ah, like I'm a zombie. And and then Delilah gets out with Casey, and they're running down, and who arrives in slow motion? 
but the principal who we haven't Maybe seen yet. Yep. She has no marks on anything. Her hand seems fine. <laughs> she, yeah. She's not everything's all, good. Yeah, she's she's all good. And then the alcoholic teacher is with her as well. And they're like, Oh no, the coach attacked the nurse and blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden all three of the faculty walk out and Selma Hayek's just like looking at them. And then they just fucking sprint. They are out of there. And that was probably a pretty smart thing to do. That's right. for sure. But they end up separating because Casey like slides because he's going too fast. And Delilah just like takes off without him because she's a bitch. Like, right. She did not oh, no, try. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. I'm tripping you if zombies are attacking us. Like she's that person. Because he helped her get away from the nurse. Right. That's the only reason why she got out of there. But she was not helpful enough for him. So next scene is Casey with his parents, with Shooter McGavin. Which, by the way, mom and dad, how the fuck did this happen? Because there is no way that this, how did this know? Yeah, uh, small town Ohio, I guess, maybe. I I mean, this... He got drunk and got her pregnant? Like, is that what you're saying? Because that's what it looks like. I I think think so. Because this woman is far from attractive. Right, it almost looks like there's a huge age difference too. To be honest, yeah, it's it's weird casting. It's like, hey, we spent all of our money on these like B list to A list actors, or they're going to be A list actors. Right, 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 yeah. We need, we have no money left. Like, <laughs> we're not even going to genetically try to make this look like your kid. We're just going to throw you guys together. Yeah, yeah, it, it, absolutely. So that was pretty funny. And then the police, so the police are there with them, and they're t- telling the story, and all the teachers are so making fun of him the entire time they're like no there was a it was one of those resuscitation annie dolls like i don't know he's a crazy kid okay some people get scared in the closet it's cool yeah it's like what were you doing in the faculty lounge anyways like all this kind of stuff and then even the cops which you know the cops in small town ohio have nothing to do no right they're making fun of him they're like it's just a doll like, what are you calling 911 for? Like, it's just a I'm doll. I'm sorry, like, did yeah. I interrupt you not doing anything today? Yeah, seriously. It was it was very strange. So, <laughs> so she takes, you know, T2 is telling him, hey, I liked your speed out there when you were running away from me when we were going to presumably murder you. Uh, so why don't you join the football team? <laughs> Shooter, Shooter's like, you hear that, Casey? What? Like, you can join the football team. Like, this is awesome. Uh, and then they they walk down to the principal's office. The principal takes the um, the principal takes the officer, the one guy officer, into her office. And you hear this loud noise, but no one investigates. Go checks at <laughs> yeah, all. No one. And checks she still at does all. the cl- creepy closed door thing. Oh yeah, yeah. She closes the door again, like like we talked about. And then <laughs> yeah, you hear the sound now. While this is happening though, his parents are like losing their shit. Which I would not have expected so quickly. Like, are you on drugs? How could you do this, Casey? You've never acted like this before. I can't believe. What's the matter with you? Yeah, they're like, acting like he murdered someone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I saw something extremely traumatic, and um, no one's believing me. Right. Well, And you guys think I'm on crack. Here's the difference between that generation and millennials, I guess, is that I don't know about you when you grew up, but who would believe you if your teachers told your parents something, your parents would probably believe the teachers over you, right? True, but uh, my parents wouldn't jump to, so you're on crack and drugs. Oh, no, 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 not that. Right. Not that. But in Especially general, him. but like, nowadays, really? oh, yeah, yeah, right. But nowadays, 
if a teacher talks to a, a child, like a child's parents or something, the parents would yell at that teacher and be like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah. Why are you even, how are, yeah, how dare you? Yeah. How could you talk about our, our precious, our precious joy? So much like this. So anyway, so that is not what happens here whatsoever. But so the teacher, def, uh, the principal definitely uh, aliens, we'll call it. He, she aliens the, the officer. And he comes out and he's just like, by the way, no one notices that he comes stumbling out of her office. And right. it's like completely, you know, like something happened to him. And then finally he gets it together. And he's like, just another case of a kid wanting attention. And you're like, and what? And the officer who's who's did not go in there, who's standing there supposedly taking notes, doesn't ask any follow-up questions. Okay, well, did you talk to the nurse? Is the nurse okay? Da, 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 like, yeah. nothing. No, she just goes, all right. Cool, let's out. go. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Uh, and they take, they take Casey home. And then in his room, they are just like, you're the worst kid imaginable. I don't know where you went wrong. It's not our fault. But you've yeah. done everything possible that you could ever do wrong. Disappointed. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what? Where did this come from? And he starts saying he takes his modem, he takes his boombox, and then his fucking bitch mom, like, does a little point with her pinky down towards the bed and is like, his porno. And Shooter takes his porno and is like, no more flogging the bishop for you. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> what's well, the other thing? Like, it's one of those, you guys didn't set this up that, like, he's clearly, like, chicken little and the sky's always falling. Like, that's the way you guys are reacting. And. This kid gets the shit kicked out of him every day. And yeah, like he has the a first ter- time he's actually reported something. Yeah, he has a terrible life that he deals with on a regular basis. And yeah, this is the one time. Now, once they leave his room, this is where I kind of question. This is probably the only the only mechanical like technology question I have. As he runs over to his computer, and he starts typing real fast, and there's this little robot thingy that he's trying to program, I guess, that has a camera on it. And it just starts moving back and forth, and then he goes out of his window. But what is that little robot thingy doing? Yeah, they never went anywhere with that. Yeah, not, like nothing. I have no idea because it wasn't filming anything except for the computer itself. <laughs> so what, what was the point? I, I don't get it. So unless it wait, was supposed well, to be making noise like it was him in his room. So wait, wait, is it pointing towards the computer like it's capturing the screen? Kind of, but not really. So it looks more to the side. Okay, so I was gonna say it's him trying to record his own porn off the internet. No, because he got his huge modem taken away. No, I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, is that what this is supposed? Oh, to? Like, this well, is how but Jerry rigged this. But why would he go? Why would he do it? Why would he set it up as he's leaving? The, the only thing I can think of is that it was supposed to be making some kind of noise in his room, right. so that they didn't think. But he basically goes outside onto his roof. And then sees the, the yeah well sees the silhouette of three of the faculty I guess falls off the roof and Shooter McGavin's out there in a second I don't even know how he heard that because Elijah Woods a small guy he fell in the bushes <laughs> so right. unless he saw him fall fall yeah right. he was out there and there's no faculty and Shooter's still got and this is probably the grossest besides the old lady in the shower scene this is probably the grossest to me was he's still got the porn in his hand. And it's the little things that you notice. He had it rolled up, and he moves Casey back into the house with the porn magazine on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Ew. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, that's the grossest place that you could put that, that magazine. 
Ew. Yes, yes. So I, hey, Boys I, are gross. I notice the little things. What, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> what is he supposed to do? That wasn't back, what, 99? I don't know how much porn you were really getting off the internet back then. Uh, you'd have to pay a lot for all that crap anyway. Or if you were sharing. There was no red tube. Like. Right, right, right. And even if they were sharing, it was uh, like you'd have to wait a long time for the printing, yeah. the pictures and stuff. Oh, uh, and uh, buffering it. No, that, those weren't the good old days. That's for sure. Uh, so Casey now goes to school. They can't get a hold of Delilah, by the way. Right, she's so disappearing. That's where he was headed. That's where he was headed. So Delilah now comes to school, and it's funny. She, like, pulls him into the bathroom, and she's got glasses on, and she still looks fucking ridiculously hot. All she's got are glasses on. And, and she her hair sit- pulled back. Yeah, but it still looked the same to me. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the same person. Yeah, and she's like, I don't know. Maybe they had different names for words or definitions for words, but she's like, why do you think I'm in drag today? It was like, no, 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 no that's not drag. Like no. you're, you've just put Superman glasses on. You want incognito, and this isn't even remotely that. Actually, she uses incognito later on, but <laughs> yeah, she should have used it then too. But yeah, yeah, she she certainly didn't. So she says, you know, she does. You know, Casey doesn't know what he's talking about. No one does. They couldn't have gotten everybody. Like Casey's going off on something. Something's taking control of these people, and she's like, "What are you talking about? We need to go find Stan." And he's like, "Why? Why Stan?" They yeah. cut away. You never yeah. gave a shit before. You wouldn't even talk to the dude. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're like, oh, but I need this person. Right. So then they cut to the faculty who's drinking tons of water. They turn on the AC. They're just like robotic people now, basically. Uh, loving their fucking water. Uh, they then do a scene where finally you get an actual good interaction between Stokely and Stan. Because Mary Beth notices that Stokely's been looking at him, so she does the the classic as they're walking by. She pushes him or uh, her shove into, you into this person. Yeah, 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 and doesn't apologize whatsoever. Just like <laughs> looks knowingly from her from her seat. <laughs> so Stokely starts talking to him. Is like, "Hey, are you ready for the big game?" And he's like, "Well, I quit." And she's like, "What? You were so great." And he goes, I didn't know you would follow, like, a person like you follows me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, She rattled off a bunch of statistics, and he's like, okay. But she's giving him, like, googly eyes like crazy. So he, even as stupid as Stan is, I think he still picked up on that, possibly. Yeah, usually. And then his stupid fucking story, which makes no sense at all, is that after he won the championship game or whatever – he came back and had a biology test, like John Stewart's class or whatever, chemistry test, and got a D. And when he went up to get his D, John Stewart was like, hey, no, you know, I'm turning this. It puts it as an A, and he goes, this is for having a strong arm. And he goes off on this, like, self-righteous tangent. He was like, that was my D. I deserved that D. Like, I just want people to leave me alone, you know. And she's like, to be a D student? And he's like, yeah. And they all, like, smile. I'm like okay, good job, Stan. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> there's really no. It's so weird. There is no point to anything that he yeah, does. His character is so. It's more believable oh, that aliens. See, really, you're think... built to just be a jock, and you think you can be smart, but we don't really think that's gonna happen. No, I, I, I don't think so either. So, yeah. while this, while this, is, or right after this happens, alcoholic teacher comes in who is no longer an alcoholic, and he's drinking his water, and like rips the headphones out of a dude throws down paper and is like give me your family trees motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> like, everyone who's still alive yeah and what i loved is everyone in the class is like 
groaning. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, they're groaning first. They're like, like it's the hardest thing ever to do. Right. Because <laughs> I don't know who I live with and who I'm related to. Yeah, and Stan, of course, being the dumb fucking idiot, like raises his hand. Is like, is this gonna be on the test? And the teacher goes. This is the test. Is the test. You know, badass, badass line right there for sure. But stand still. Like, shut your mouth, you fucking idiot. So he's probably the only character. Seriously, I don't understand except for the playing sports part. That's like, that's it. Uh, so then Mary, Beth, and Zeke have a little interaction together because they're making googly eyes at each other as well. Because this is a high school. So everyone's just like kind of pairing Everybody's off. Everybody's trying like, to fuck each other. Everybody's yeah. horny. It's just whatever gets thrown at whoever. Yeah. Makes total sense. So... He's got his little pens with the uh, with the scat in them, and she's like, "What's yeah. that? What's that?" And he's like, "Oh, this is magic dust." And Ooh. he's like, "Do you want you want some?" And she she goes, "No, I'm allergic to aspirin, so that would probably kill me." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, we wouldn't want that now, would we?" So, damn good line by Josh Hartnett there, by the way. Yeah. This is probably there's, I I want to mention this as well. This is this is his best movie besides Lucky Number Slevin. You know which one that is? No, yeah, I've seen Slevin. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you have any others you would put him in? Are you a 40 Days, 40 Nights girl? Eh, it's a classic. I love him in Penny Dreadful. I think he's fantastic in Penny Dreadful. Oh, see, I have not watched that show yet. Awesome. Yeah, that's with Killian Murphy too, right? Oh, okay. Maybe I have to give that more of a chance then. Yeah, because, I mean, he's not clearly he's in it but it, it's not like it's not his show so it's kind of and i love the the period and like you're dealing with vampires and werewolves and all that oh kind of i like, had no idea you were dealing with any of that shit oh yeah it's all that stuff all right well maybe i'll give it a chance i need more tv and stuff to watch <laughs> <laughs> yes you do yeah. you have so, so much free time anyway so much free time <laughs> uh, so now they go back and stokely and stan are talking and once again they do the whole they're doing an ear a quote-unquote ear exam so there's just a lineup of people. They're taking all the most influential people in the school, basically. And the principal, like Selma Hayek is doing it, but the principal's there and does the whole slow shutting of the door while looking at every Stokely time. again. Yep, it happens every fucking time. Uh, Usher comes up to Stan and is like, I don't know, she's giving like ear exam shits and, you know, hey, I'm team captain now. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, good for you. Good luck. Yeah. The cops show up as well. Uh, so everyone's a little bit like, what's going on here? Delilah takes Stan away. Uh, and um, uh, Casey takes Stokely. And said, and this is where you get to the real meat of everything. Because they finally have an actual conversation about this stuff. But before that, you've got Mary Beth talking about her past with Zeke. Basically saying that her parents died in an accident. And that's why she's here now. And Zeke is saying, you know, hey, basically my parents are dead they're not really. They just don't care about them. They're like off in Europe or some shit. Yeah, exactly. And they, Zeke is noticing that a lot of weird shit's happening because there's like a huge line for the water fountain and the couple that were always fighting, only the girl is fighting now. She's like slapping the guy, like pushing him, like, why aren't you interacting with, with me? me? Yeah, why aren't you right. fighting with me? Uh, so he's noticing that shit. And then <laughs> Hyde comes up, Hyde and his buddy come up and want more scat yep and now i couldn't tell originally if they were alien or not but they are definitely alien at this point oh yeah yeah they're definitely alien because they're trying to buy his scat off of him. yeah they're trying to buy his supply and they're like well how much more you got 
is like, is there some in your locker? Is there some in your car? And he's like, with moderation, he kind of sneaks some pens back in his pocket because he knows something's going on. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. So he just tells them, you know, like, hey, you know, use the moderation, guys. And as he turns away from them, uh, <laughs> Famke Jensen comes up looking ridiculously hot. She's like in this nasty red dress and she's all done up and it's like Jean Grey. Oh, like, yeah. No, it's definitely Jean Grey. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing peddling your stupid ass fucking drugs? <laughs> like my, and like calls him an asshole. And he's just like stands back and puts his hands up and does the like come at me, bro. Yeah, like right. kind of thing to her. <laughs> and she says, it's a corny line, but it works because it's her. She tells him like, if you, if you, if I see you peddling your wonder dust again, I'm going to have my my boots so far up your ass you're going to be licking my toes for the rest of the semester <laughs> yeah awesome but she does a really once again going from that like mousy kind of teacher to this it's a complete change for her yes yeah so she's been alienated absolutely as well i like that i like that term for this been alienated uh so zeke is like what the fuck is going on in the school like mary right. beth has left him whatever is not with she wanted none of this yeah, she uh, wandered away. Yeah, whatsoever. And he's just like, she got some bad shit and like <laughs> like walks away. And then this is where you get into the conversation that Stokely and Elijah would have. And this is the one I like because this is obviously a part of a ripoff movie. This isn't Oh, no, it's a remake. Yeah, it's not a, an original idea. Like some of the things no, they're no, doing no. is original, the way right. they're doing it, but it's not right. an original idea. So they bring up Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yep. And then they also talk about how uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers was a ripoff of the Puppet Masters. And yep. in the Puppet Masters, it's parasites because they're asking, like, where are the pods? And they're like, there are no pods. So parasites makes more sense, especially with right. the new creature found. And what yep. I also liked, and this is Kevin Williamson writing, uh, Elijah Wood goes into this whole, like, conspiracy theory that maybe the reason why... Like right now, when he says, basically, he's telling Stokely, I think aliens are taking over the school. You know that? And she's like, no, that's stupid. Like, why? And he's saying, the reason why you're having such a reaction like that is because what if movies like E.T. and, you know, Men, all in, the, Black Men in Black and Independence and stuff, Day? Yeah. And, you know. What if these movies were like infiltrated, like they, it was aliens it's that propaganda. actually, yeah, propaganda that aliens put out so that if something like this happened, you would be taken by surprise, you know, right. that kind of thing. And that's a, that's a fun theory to go with. Like that's Absolutely. a, yeah, that's a, that means it's yeah. a sneak attack kind of a deal. It's like, well, this is obviously if somebody were to come down and be a huge spaceship and shit like this and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, mm, probably be more subtle. Or like the world of the worlds where the fucking lightning bolts carry them to the underground fucking right. spaceships and whatever the yes. fuck, which I still don't know how people didn't find them before. We have technology that, goes under uh, the ground ground penetrating radar i believe is yeah yeah so fuck them that movie suck balls so <laughs> we're, we're not doing that movie because no, the whole time I'm just going to talk about how that fucking bratty kid should have been killed like how did his fucking son <laughs> how did his fucking son make it to the end of that movie right i i, I don't fucking get it but that's yeah besides the point so stokely and stokely and uh and casey have their conversation and, and it's pretty good and they decide that they're on to something. They need to go find the creature that was in uh, the aquarium, basically, back in the science thing. They run into Delilah and Stan, and they take them back, too, because Delilah's on something, too. She 
she's kind of on that alien kind of track as well. Somehow, somehow she got there. Obviously, her and Stokely do not get along, but they right. go and they go into the and the aquarium is empty. So they're like, Completely. oh, well, no water, yeah. nothing. Like, well, empty. no, no, there's water. There is water. Well, yeah, yeah, I checked. I, I double, I double checked. So they check, but he's like, maybe they sent him off. Maybe and and you know, Casey's like, I don't think so. I don't really think so. And and that's basically when Casey just goes, like Stan's like, what's going on? And Casey goes, uh, we think the aliens are taking over the school. Right. <laughs> Stan's like, much. what the fuck are you talking about? Well, how and, else would you ease into that? Like, it's like someone needs you to sit down. Like how? What? Well, no, I'm it's it's true. I guess I've never had to have that conversation. See? So that's the only thing that I can yeah say about that. But Stan, and then he he brings up Mrs. Brummel, the you know old lady, and that kind of gets Stan's attention, you know, because that was so hot for him, you know. So it's triggered. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a trigger for him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so no. then they show Mary Beth and Zeke. Zeke breaks into the storeroom and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's quote unquote. She says borrowing equipment from the storeroom so that he can make his scat drug and whatever. And he goes, I prefer the term stealing. Stealing. Yeah. And then they have their little their little sexy moment where he's like, hey, you know, if they catch us in here, you know, make sure you just start making, making out with out me. Yeah, because punishment will be less severe. severe. Yeah. Sultry, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And she's all about it. Yeah, she's all she's all about that Zeke because he's taller, like he's taller than her, and she's the new girl. And they start making out, and she's like all about it. She's enjoying the the hell out of it. I think Zeke is too. You know, he's got his tribal ring on his finger <laughs> that you can only pull off in the nineties. Wow. <laughs> yep, yep. But what interrupts their little fun time is that in the vent. The vent on the top of that storeroom is connected to the classroom where uh, Casey and all them are having their alien discussion. Right. So while they're, you know, Stokely calls, <laughs> Stokely calls, what is one of my favorite lines? Stokely calls Delilah. She says, she says, fuck you, tip bag. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Maybe it's because it's high school. Yeah, but it's just you it, don't come up with super clever shit. No, no. So it's funny. So while this is happening, uh, Zeke busts into the room pretending like he's dying for some reason. He's like been attacked. He's, yeah, he's been attacked by an alien or whatever. And Mary Beth is not even playing along. She's just la- laughing behind him. Uh, and then he's he's got the line, you know, hey, Casey, if there's any alien in the school, it's you. And Casey's like, fuck you, Zeke. You know, they're all like, fuck you, Zeke, basically. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And then who shows up but Mr. John Stewart. And this is my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> Love this fucking scene. Of course it is. It's so damn good. So now John Stewart is still acting like himself. He has not done any opposite change in his personality right no. now. Because he's like, he's like, shouldn't you students be in class? And like, Zeke goes, why are you in my room? Yeah. And Zeke goes, well, Casey thinks you're an alien. <laughs> it just comes right and say, he's like, I, he thinks you're an alien. And Stan goes, yeah, he pr- pretty much thinks that everyone, you know, all the faculty are alien, aliens. Right. And while this is happening, like John Stewart's face just completely changes to stern, goes over. And while they're talking, puts down the window shade. <laughs> yeah, the slowly puts so down the window shade. It's like, Casey, is that true? Like... <laughs> And Casey's like, yeah, what yeah. What happened to the the 
creature, specimen. the new specimen. He's like, I sent it to the university. You know, all this kind of stuff. And he's just standing there robotic now. Now he's yeah. kind of sh- shifted personality. He's shut down. And that's when Zeke's like, yeah, well, sorry for wasting your time, but I need to like bounce out of here. And he grabs Zeke, and this is why I thought even the acting was good because he grabs Zeke by the uh, by the arm, and Zeke's face is so like Josh Hartnett's so shocked because he's never had a teacher put his hand on him before like that. And he's like, "This is Mr. Furlong. Like this is the science teacher putting yeah, his hands on me." This is like, me. kind of cool teacher too. Yeah, and just takes him, and he's like, "This is you know John Stewart's like this will be short, this will be quick, just and just fucking throw Zeke." over the table just throws him uh casey runs at him uh <laughs> john stewart almost like starts choking him and i thought he was gonna go for a wrestling choke slam but instead throws casey and what was kind of cool was stan like caught casey like kind of did that whole like he wasn't gonna stand there and catch him because he wouldn't be able to with the power so he kind of dove and caught him which right. i thought was pretty good you know yeah. it's the little things in movies sometimes you know that kind of thing uh, and now everyone's freaking out, but this is the best part because it goes from that whole thing went from zero to 60 in a snap. Oh, yeah. In a fucking snap, which is great. And this is how you – how do you intensify a situation in a classroom where a teacher has just thrown two students? Well, you do what Zeke does. You go ahead and you know the the paper trimmer? Paper cutters. The paper cutter? Why not just fucking rip the paper cutter blade off? <laughs> like it's such a badass like that's what that's what, now have a machete pretty much yeah exactly that's what batman and superman wanted to do with their slow motion the faculty did it like it just slow motion zeke rips off the, that fucking thing yeah now he's got a machete so he tells he tells uh furlong you know john stewart to put you know put casey down and furlong is like fuck you puts his arm up puts his hand up and zeke just slices his fingers off yeah. <laughs> just slices them off <laughs> and when this happens now john stewart's fingers all start to like right, he doesn't move bleed around. yeah he doesn't bleed to the floor. it's only tendrils that are those red tendrils are now yep. coming out of his last four or his four fingers that have been cut off, cut off. and the four fingers are now crawling around on the floor. like yeah on the floor and everyone's screaming <laughs> Obviously. yeah everyone's screaming zeke is like what the fuck is going on? But for some somehow has the wherewithal to take one of his pens out of his pocket and stab John Stewart in the eye. <laughs> what do you think though? Where is this gonna inflict the most damage? Which was smart. No, it's absolutely. Right. If if once again, I, if the faculty teaches us anything, it's if you're in danger and you have your keys out. Oh yeah, self defense. Yeah, totally. Do that for sure. And if someone, the eyes and the fucking balls. Like, go after right. him. Yeah, for yep. sure. Absolutely. So he stabs in the eye. An alien falls out of his mouth and onto Zeke. And Zeke has to, you know, like, get him <laughs> off of him. Yeah, get him off of him kind of thing. And then, but, and then he two-foot kicks Jon Stewart away from him. Now, while this is happening, one of those fingers goes up onto Delilah. And Mary Beth is trying to, you know, like, hit it off of her Slide and everything. Up, yeah. Yep. But now... John Stewart's still fucking pissed. He throws Zeke through the. This is why I said it's a full right, aquarium. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He throws yeah. Zeke through the full aquarium, <laughs> and Zeke is just on. He's completely just almost knocked out. 
Like, he is fucked up. He's just glass all over the place. Still gets another pen ready to go, though, just in case. Right. But he doesn't have to because Jon Stewart now, his fucking eye starts fizzing. (laughs) And you hear all these little screeches. You hear these screeches from the creatures. Yep, yep. And it just starts foaming out of his eye. And he just, yeah, he falls backwards on the table. When this happens, Stan, who has done nothing, you know, since it started, runs over, which is, this is a badass kind of move, though, runs over, gets the, gets the, uh, the paper cutter and goes Zeke and tosses it really cool to him. And Zeke catches it on one thing and he's like ready to fuck Jon Stewart up. But he doesn't have to because Jon Stewart's fucking dead. Except for what Kelly said, which we found out later that I guess he's not dead. Maybe he's just in a coma or something. I, I don't know. But it looks or, like... Or, or it killed the aliens and now the body's left and then the body isn't going to be recharged until you kill all yeah. the aliens or whatever. It just looks fucking dead. Oh, yeah. yeah it just looks fucking dead. So... Oh, <laughs> uh, so... what? Oh, fuck. I lost where we were. But I just laughing. And what I was thinking this whole time too now, knowing what we know, is I wonder how many Republicans were like cheering. Like this was like their wet dream is seeing Jon Stewart get a pen in the eye. Like, do you not? Yeah, th- but he. Had, I don't think he had made that big of a. Spot no, I'm talking yet. about if you watch. I would say if you watch it now, if you were. No, a, see, yeah. I still feel like if you if you want. I mean, you want some hardcore stuff. You got to murder Bill Maher. Yeah, but Bill Way Maher pisses. Hardcore. But Bill Maher pisses more people off on both sides than John Stewart ever does. So that's why I'm saying John Stewart is like the big time Democrat liberal guy. So that's why I was thinking like any Republican would be like. Wow, yeah, this yes. movie is like my wet dream. But it's just, you know, I think on a higher level sometimes, Kelly. So it's just, you know, I, I understand. I understand. So it's all right. By the way, I'm looking at how long we've been talking about this movie. This movie right. is an hour and 44 minutes. We've been yeah, talking for an hour and there. 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't care because I love this fucking movie. Uh, so they say basically they do a Kevin Williamson line. Stokely goes, this is kind of the part where someone would say, let's get the fuck out of here. And Stan goes, let's get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Now... They they say aliens are taking over the school. Uh, Casey picks up uh, one of the creatures that have, you know one of the finger creatures basically for you know in his in his uh, little glass thing. And this is where I would have said they should go out the window. But then I remember from the beginning of the movie that the window doesn't go up the, that high. So right. they say basically we need to make it to the to the parking lot. That's what they're gonna do. Right now when they're leaving, they are the only humans left. Because everyone is yes. looking at them. Yeah, everybody's been turned. Every single person, yeah. Too normal. Yeah, because now the, the couple that were always hit, they're all happy. They're like holding you each sit other. They're yep. love. They're loving it. But every single, every person turns and looks at them, and everyone's drinking tons of water, like all that stuff. Now, the only thing I didn't understand was why not finish them off there? Because even if they were worried about the scat, which had the effect on Jon Stewart. It still doesn't make any sense because you could overpower them before anything happened. You know what I mean? Like this was the time to take them out. There's nothing but to I learn. Think, yeah, but yeah, but you still don't really know it. Like the whole point of the next scene is you need to figure out exactly what you're dealing with. So I think that's really what it comes down to. And then of course, obviously, it's them all trying to brainstorm and be like, okay, well, this, this, and this. You know, it's the whole like if you kill the main vampire, it'll release all the other. Va- like it's that kind of thing. Like you guys. Well, no, go I'm saying, why didn't the aliens just take them? 
Like, I'm not talking about them. I'm just saying this is the time for the aliens just to take them. Because the mentality of the threat, I think they're like, it's kids. Like, it's one of yeah, those, they have like, no, they'll no... get to you eventually. Yeah, like, that's, that kind of... that's possible. You're not I, a threat. Yeah, right, right. So they go back to, basically, they try to leave town, and they can't because their road blocks up. No one's talking on the radio, so they go back to Zeke's house because Zeke's parents are in Europe or somewhere, whatever. Right. Uh, and then when you walk into Zeke's place, you realize he has a chemistry lab, basically. Like, full-blown. Full-blown. They like, stole everything out of the high yeah, school. There are Bunsen burners. There's Erlenmeyer flasks. There's distillery uh, equipment. There's, like, all this stuff. And this is where he makes a scat and apparently other things. He also has a gun. You know, all all this stuff, like, he just, it's his place. If you notice when he walks by, it's like he has a separate house that's right. only for him. Yeah, yeah. That kind yep. of thing. This yeah. is where I live. I live back here. Yep. So, they, they kind of get into the big discussions here of, like, what's going on and can't believe it. They took the sample that Casey had. They cut a part of it off, put it in uh, where Oscar the Rat is. You know, that's that's his guy or whatever. The rat the, puts water on it. The creature, you know, goes in the ear Reactivate, of the of the yeah. rat. Yep, they kill. You know, he has to. Josh Hartnett kills the rat, opens it up. They, it turns out that they are parasites. They are living. Uh, they are, you know, controlling people, and they're drying them out. So that's why so much water. So basically, he also pours some of the pen stuff on on them, the scat, because it's a diuretic. So it just make basically makes them melt. Right. It, it's slugs and salt, and it makes sense. It makes right. total sense. Now, I, I would have been like, "Hey, when they so they start questioning each other, like, how do we know who's a alien and who's not? You know that kind of thing." Because of course that was going to come up because right. almost every one of these characters is significantly different than people thought they were before. Right. Every single one of them is acting some way. So they're like, "How do we know?" That kind of thing. Now, me, I would have just been like, "Watch me chug all this hot sauce." Because right. that would have shown that I don't need water. I don't need any of this stuff. Yeah, like, right. But their genius idea, of course, is uh, take some of the scat. Because it's going to be much better to be high <laughs> and try and figure this stuff out. But we know then, you know, whatever. Now, obviously, right. no one wants to do this, but they, they have to. So uh, Casey does it. And then stand. Oh, sorry, Casey does it. And then... Uh, Zeke does it, and then Stan does it, and then uh, Stokely does it, and she's like, I'm not putting that hack drug on my nose. She's like, it's so 80s, but she does it. You know, they have to. They have to, and they're trying to keep it. Yeah, like Zeke's trying to keep it together. He's probably the only one who's doing an okay job of it. The rest are like laughing their ass off and stuff like that. But then it comes down to Delilah and Mary Beth, and Delilah's being a bitch, and she's like, we have to take it at the same time. So Mary Beth, you know, throws her head back and does it, and Delilah does the same thing, but makes a crazy noise, and everyone freaks out because they're like, "Oh wait, we forgot that there's probably an alien among us." Right, there, there's going to actually be a possibility. Yeah, and it turns out it is Delilah, and I thought that the CGI was really good, having the creatures run around her face and neck and stuff, like underneath right. the skin, uh, right. which is pretty cool. So Casey has the gun, but Casey likes Delilah. So he doesn't want to shoot her, 
and she's like, we're everywhere, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then starts busting up the whole fucking lab. And Stokely takes the gun. And she's like, I'll shoot the fucking bitch. But she's Doesn't three you. she's three feet away from her and can't hit her. <laughs> so, I don't, right. so obviously she can't. Uh, and then Delilah just runs through the wall, like runs through the barn or his garage wall like it's a cartoon. Basically, like leaves a yeah, thing there. Right. And Stokely just runs after her shooting wildly. And there's been a car waiting out there apparently for her. So that's when you knew there was an alien in the, you know, right. in their group or whatever. So everyone's pissed off, obviously. She got away. Mary Beth comes out giggling. Uh, and they're like, you know, all of a sudden they've decided that the way that since the parasite isn't complete, that it probably has a master thing. They're like, oh, we just killed the queen thing. It'll be fine. Like right, they, right. they just it, come it, to that it, conclusion. It, it's a barb. It's it's a probe. It's a pawn. It's not a full. It's not a full functioning alien. This is something that you send out to get your drones. Right. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. So they've just decided. I, I think they came to that conclusion very quickly. Uh, but but that is what that is what happens. Uh, so they decide. Well, I like this when they were deciding on what to do. I think this actually happened when they were when they were talking a little bit because they were like, why don't we just get out of here? Why don't we run? And right. I thought that was I thought that was a really good conversation because Casey says, "No, we can't run. They took the high school in a day and a half. By a week's time, we'll never outrun it." And that right. is very true. Like that's a good way to look at things because yeah, the whole place would be fucked. You never be able to you never be able to pull it off. So they have to stay and fight. And the way that they do is now. Unfortunately, Delilah had ruined most of his stash of the scat. I don't know why they didn't go to a pharmacy. Probably because they didn't. They think they got caught, maybe. But you could pick up tons of diuretics there. It probably wouldn't right. be that bad. But I think, I mean, come on. I can give them a break on this one because they do mention that everyone's at the football game. Well, if everyone's at the football game, you can probably break into the pharmacy. Pharmacy, exactly. Yeah, get some diuretics and be fine. Um, but so, yeah, they decide everyone's at the football game, and so they're going to go there and find the queen. And what, who they think the queen is, they think the queen is the principal. Right. Now, we know the queen can't be the principal. No. Yeah, there, there's no way because of what happened earlier. Well, the whole opening scene would be like, well, clearly she isn't because clearly someone else had already potted these two other people. Why would they suddenly switch over to this person anyway? Right. And while while they're kind of looking for the principal, they're showing the football game. And T two is just loving it. They're kicking the ushers, kicking the shit out of this other team. Yeah, like it's more of a massacre. Like yeah. it's a little too intense for high school. For, like, wow, this is varsity blues. People are gonna die. Like it's yeah. This was this is this is pretty varsity blues here. Except usher is like every time dropping aliens into guys like that he crushes. Yeah, every time like, they go down. Yeah, he puts an alien in the bad guys or the other high school whatever because they're the bad guys. So yeah, so it's just. It's funny. It's I think they're playing another brick in the wall as well while this is happening, which is good. That's that's good song choice. So right now the whole gang, the Scooby gang, is hiding out in the high school gymnasium. And they come back. It's it it was the scouting troop of I think it was Stokely and, and Stan. And the principal just followed them. The principal just followed them back to the gym. And they just tackle her with a net. They tackle her with a volleyball net, and they're like, take this drug. <laughs> and she's like, no. Yeah. She's like, Casey, are you on drugs? 
<laughs> right, exactly. I and, just always go back to yeah. that. And Stan's got the gun in his hand, and he's pointing. He's, she, so he's like, all right, Casey, you just stab her in the eye, and before she dies, I'll shoot her in the head. So it's like a you no. You guys really have no plan of attack at all, apparently. Yeah, so it's a no-win situation whatsoever. No. Uh, for her especially, but so they're she's freaking out. They're all freaking out. They're like shoot her, stab her, whatever. And Zeke just comes <laughs> while she's getting up and getting out of the net. Zeke just comes by, takes the gun out of Stan's hand, and shoots her in the head. Yep. Like Zeke's a badass. We no, we know it's that. One of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, since you pussies clearly can't take this, I don't have all time for this. Like, is this gonna work or what? Yeah. Done. So she falls over. Nothing's happening, and everyone's like, "Did we?" Not choose right, but the she right starts person. bleeding, and well, everybody's like, yeah. "Oh fuck!" She might actually not be a problem because she's not dry on the inside. But then she gets up, and out of the hole comes all the <laughs> all the alien creatures running out of her head, her head hole. And you know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of the great uh, the great movie that I love so much, the remake of Amityville Horror. <laughs> Do you remember when the ghost girl? Really? <laughs> what? I just I think we talked about it on this podcast yes, before. Well, we did because you can't chop wood unless you're topless. Oh, what a great scene that was! Good times. Yeah. No, this was this just reminded me of when I think it was Blake Lively was the um, someone who looked like Blake Lively was right. the uh, babysitter, and the ghost girl shows up and she has a head wound, and she takes the ghost girl's she takes the girl's hand and puts it in the wound. Uh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> oh so fucking funny all right so that's what it reminded me of uh but then so everyone's freaked out but mary beth has the last basically the last like little funnel container of the scat which well they were going to put it in the pens from that container yeah yeah, yeah. so she's got this whole like it's got a bunch of stuff and she just freaks out and throws it all on her oh no yeah so she melts the the principal you know melts away basically the whole the whole thing so now they're like fuck we only have like a few of these pens left like she used our whole stash yeah this is it uh so they they wondered you know did this work was she the queen is are there you know are the aliens done now you know that kind of thing so it's raining outside and the football team is still on the field so stan goes let me go check lock you know lock lock me out let me go check i can you know whatever and before he leaves stokely like grabs him and makes out with him for the first time just in case yeah yeah just in case and she's like what when Casey's like laughing at her, and I like that they cut to Zeke, who's also kind of like holding his mouth, like, oh, like that. Yeah, it, it worked. It worked. And he ge- he gave Stan a a pen when he left as well, so that you know if anything happens, he can he can use it. Right, stab someone. Right. So they so Stan runs out to the field, and it was kind of another cool visual. All oh, the football, great CGI. Yeah, all the football team and the coach are there, and they just got tendrils going out of their faces trying to like soak up all the water that's coming down and every time there was a lightning strike you could see the skeletal structure i thought it looked really good like this for a a movie in the fucking end of the 90s it has better cgi than a lot of fucking movies right now oh yeah like i was really i mean except for the high budget you know cgi it's one of those things where like if you did it sparsely enough it's even if it's not great it still works yes yeah I, i agree and i think they did a very good job I think they did a very good job with that. So, obviously, now, I kind of question Stan a little bit. Look, I know it's raining and shit, 
but wouldn't you maybe think that something was wrong before you got five foot five feet in yeah. front of why the is co- everybody standing out in a torrential downpour during lightning just standing in the field and you could probably see the tentacles coming out of their face like right. just just saying so stan's a fucking moron because yeah he runs literally like right up right up <laughs> right up to the coach oh shit yep so then uh we don't know what happens there uh, they're back in the they're back in the gym and they're kind of talking about how this really sucks uh, and blah blah blah. And then Stan comes back and is like, "The coach is behind me. The coach is behind me. Like you gotta let me in." Blah blah. And they're like, uh, "We don't trust you. Uh, do the drug." <laughs> yeah, you got the pen. Let's see you snort some stuff. Yeah. And he's like, "No, no. I just let me I in. I lost I'll, it. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, first he says I'll do it inside. Then he says I lost it. And they're like, "Oh, come on, just do it." So they give him another pen. And then he goes like he's about to take it, and then he just pours it out slowly. It's, it's the slow, yeah. Yeah, it's a slow burn, that's for sure. And everyone's like, fuck you! Like, you yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> it's like, and then he's talking to Stokely. He's like, come on out here, baby. Like, you and me yeah, can yeah. be together yeah, forever. Go. Yeah, like, yeah, we're going to get you guys. Like, it's not a thing. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. But so now Stokely's obviously sad, and he's like, there's no pain out here, baby. And Zeke goes, fuck you, Stan. Come in here and I'll show you some fucking pain. And I'm like, whoa, good job, Zeke. Like, I mean, you you didn't let him in here before, so why right. would you let him in here now? That right. doesn't really make that much sense. And then Stan just runs away. He, I, he, was, he was very intimidated by Zeke. <laughs> he, he, made the, he made the run for it. So now the whole Scooby gang's like, what the fuck are we going to do? He's obviously not, you know, the coach must be. The coach must be the uh, the main person, and we know also that that's not true, because yeah, right. someone came up to the coach Heard at the him. beginning. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie. So they decide that, well, we don't really have much of this drug of the scat left, but I have some in my car. Zeke says, so it's Casey and Zeke, and they go out, and Casey is bait because Casey right. can run. Of course. And Zeke has to get to his car anyways. He's got to get to the GTO, baby. So he throws Casey out from under a bus. The whole football team now with Stan as well. They're all in their in their whole uniforms too for some reason still. And they just start chasing Casey. Casey ducks into one of the buses. And who happens to be in that bus but Delilah somehow. Ooh. Yeah. So Delilah is like, I haven't felt this good since my dad died. Like and you're like oh so that's why she's a bitch. All right. right, yeah, I I oh, got okay. you. But she, be some reason. she basically flirts with him the same way that Stan did too. She's like, but we could be together. Like I know you want, you know I want you, and I want yeah. you know you want me, and blah blah. But another little smart move was uh, Casey had made his way to the back of the bus, and even though he's surrounded by football players now, and Delilah coming at him. He jumps up through the hatch on the top, yeah, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, emergency hatch. So he goes and he gets it, he gets the fuck out of there because he's fast at running. We've already established that. So he gets away. While that's while that distraction is happening, uh, Zeke makes his way to the GTO, opens up the trunk, can't find any of his shit, but realizes someone's there. <laughs> and who is that, Kelly? Zenya uh, Nagova on the top. <laughs> And once again, great. yes, has the black, uh, sorry, the red dress on, but with a black, like, I don't know, suit jacket thingy, yeah, something like that, right. woman's whatever. jacket, whatever. Cool. 
And Zeke's like, what What do you want? And she's like, I got a tasting or I got a hankering. I got a hankering for something cherry flavored. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I don't know. I'd say just turn me into an alien now and let's get this on. <laughs> Like I'd just be like, or that you are so easy. No, I think no, I could never. Ugh. We're gonna talk about this towards the end. We've been talking a lot, but we're gonna talk about this towards the end. I that's like one of my most hated things, and we'll, we'll get to that. But I think if Zeke, huh? If Zeke, if I was Zeke in that time, I, my line would be like, "I'm gonna fuck the alien out of you." Like <laughs> that's right. how that's how good the sex is gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna convert you, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I want to go somewhere with saying like something's like a diuretic, but I don't think that's as funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so he jumps in. He thinks he's all like hot shit. Jumps in the car real quick because there are some scat pens on the uh, passenger side floor. So he jumps right. in there, and Famke Jensen's like, "Fuck that!" Jumps through the window, and is like all sexily like whispering in his ear, like, "Hey, Zeke boy," with like the fucking alien tongue coming out like all that kind of stuff but zeke is smart and he knows exactly what he's doing he's trying to get a seatbelt on while he's like gone so fast that he's now he's like driving around like a stuntman because that's getting her away from him into the back seat and then he gets his belt on as she's trying to like alienate him and he just slams that pedal and they go right into a bus and she goes flying out so he's still hurt, which is, I mean, I thought he did a good job of the seatbelt doesn't just save you from no, no, an no, impact no. like and that. that, like, that car no. does not have airbags. No, <laughs> he's, a, he's a little fucked up. Uh, but she's more fucked up because he got his pens. He got his pens, but her head is off and is now he's growing tentacles and trying to find its way back to the body. Which, which, okay, which they also did a really great job because they, they touch on the GTO's... Um, culpability for having uh, explosion with a front-end collision. On yeah. top of that, um, the glass that they use in that particular GTO is it was known to decapitate people oh. in these front-end collisions. Wow. Oh, yeah, I didn't that's know that. did a oh, great yeah. job. Yeah, that's actually, that was really, and the CGI was good too because Perfect. it was that it was that funny kind of, the body, yeah, the body looking for the head. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Exactly, Ugh. exactly. But Zeke now has the gun. And this, by the way, too, I did want to mention this. Stokely shot like, Eight or nine shots, maybe more. Oh, no, yeah. It's a revolver. And yeah, it holds six. Like, it yeah. should only have six. That's it. But yet... Yeah, but you could also assume that before they left the house, he reloaded. Uh, that's true. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. So, yeah. So, he's got the gun. He's pointing at her. And he's just like, fuck this shit. Like, and <laughs> just runs back. Now, this part, I also questioned. Because I didn't question a whole lot in this movie. But I did question this part. Because apparently, when Zeke and Casey left... Stokely and Mary Beth did not put chairs back to lock the doors. Right. Which should tell people something probably. Right. Because when Casey gets back, he just runs right in. Like, so that that should tell you something's going on. It's going down. Yeah. So yeah. Stokely and Mary Beth are talking on the bench and Mary Beth asks Stokely, like, well, what happened in Invasion of the Body Snatcher? What happened in your books? And Stokely's like, humans lost. They won. Like, that kind of thing. And Mary Beth is like, hey, you know, are you tired of being something that you're not? Because I sure am. And Stokely, like, takes, like, the longest time to turn around to be like, 
fuck what? you. Like, and just gets a tentacle slap across the face. Awesome. Because <laughs> Mary Beth just turns into big, melty. Full yeah, Clearly full, queen. Full clear queen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Stokely's like, what the fuck? And that's when Casey just runs in. So they didn't lock the doors, but locks the doors behind him where the whole entire football team is chasing him. So he locks them. They're outside now. But unfortunately, when they're running away from huge, giant, alien Mary Beth, they run through a pool. Right. Because you happen to go through that. And now I didn't know. I thought chlorine dries people out a lot, too. That's what I was kind of like. So, and actually, where your mind goes initially is like, okay, cool. Well, instead of the fucking pens, cover her in chlorine. Like, yeah, why something, would you not? yeah, something like that. But apparently it doesn't affect. They just like being around water no matter what. Like as long as water is part of it, they're fine. Right, it works yeah. out. Yeah. So she, this is probably one of the sicker scenes in the movie or whatever. The alien jumps out like huge out of the water as they're about to leave. And all the tentacles get Stokely and sweep her legs. I mean, talk about talk about Karate oh, Kid. Yeah. She, swept no. the, she swept the legs for sure. And Stokely's face just smashes. smashes. And you just see oh. blood spurred out of the mouth like... Very well done. You lost teeth. Yeah. Like, that's just what that looks like. Drags her into the water, and Casey's freaking out. He's Instead of running away, he's still trying to find Stokely. Get her out of the pool. Yeah, and he's slipping and sliding. Like, I thought that was pretty impressive, too, because he had to have been doing his own quote-unquote stunts. If you're running around a pool really fast like that, you can get really hurt. You know, maybe, oh, that's safety, you know, guys. You know, be be safe. Don't, don't right. run in the pool. Uh, but but he goes and he gets a pool cleaner and like pulls Stokely out. But you know something probably happened in Went that down, pool yeah. because if they're so good at fucking swimming, then I'm sure those little things can get at you. That's right. you know that's that's all I'm saying. Now this is where you get a little bit of that R rating you've been waiting for because. <laughs> because well, the nudity that you've been looking forward to versus old lady nudity. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And like I said, Mary Beth isn't necessarily my type normally, but yeah, very, but I mean, you know, very attractive. Naked. Yeah, very attractive girl. Uh, so Zeke gets back, and he's he's walking around. He's got blood on his face too because he's been you know in a car in accident, a car crash. Yeah, in a car crash. <laughs> uh, Mary Beth is naked. <laughs> Mary Beth is naked. Stokely is so now they've got Stokely is surrounding uh, Zeke pretty much. So Mary Beth, Zeke. Then Stokely. Casey is nowhere to be seen right now. Right. They've, they've wandered into the locker room, the men's locker room, I'm assuming. And both Mary Beth and Stokely are calling each other aliens. Right. She's it's, clearly yeah. it. And then she's clearly it. Yeah. Right. And Zeke's like, um, Why are you naked? Yeah. Why are you naked? <laughs> and she's like, She's like, uh, Do you not like this? Like, yeah, do you does like, this work for you? Yeah. Does this work? I mean, you know, it happens. This kind of, this kind of thing. And, I mean, she's very attractive, and it is full frontal, very nice. Uh, and she starts to... What, you go, eh? I liked her in Dead Like Me, too. So that's why I like... Oh, that's true. If I like well, a person in a role... Like, okay, so when you say full frontal, it is, but it Oh, is. well, no, no, no. No, no vagina. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an R-rated it, teen tits. horror movie. <laughs> that, and it's teen tits, so they're not even great I don't think tits. you can like, see... You can't see vagina unless it's like X. No. Yeah, or NC seventeen maybe. No, because you, you what it, in R the only movie you've ever the only movie I can think of is that one with Sharon Stone. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, 
And uh, uh, and that's Glenn Close, isn't it? Sharon Stone's the other one. No, Sharon Stone does the leg thing. Glenn Close is not known for being naked. No, no, no. Glenn Close does one too, where she's psycho and she does something. Oh, no, that must have been a long time you. ago. Yeah. Oh, one, uh, oh, I got it. 101 Dalmatians. It, um, <laughs> I'd watch that director's cut. It would make Cruella a whole other level of evil. I um, should have gotten a bigger laugh on that, by the way. That was a good one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Well, no, clearly it was Guardians and Nova Prime. I mean, come oh, on. There you go. Uh, no. Uh, 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 sad to say, um, it was a... It's a rated R movie. It came out probably about 10 years ago. You're not expecting it. It is um, Jack Nicholson and What's Her Net from The Godfather, which I'm blanking on her name, Annie Hall. Oh, oh okay. And you see her full frontal. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All but right. like 10 years so It's very rare, though. Frontal. Yeah, That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so you see, you see Mary Beth. Frontal, well, yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. So you see Mary Beth um, looking all good. And she's, you know, Zeke's like, wait a second. Uh, I saw you take, you know, he's he's got it that she's the alien, obviously, and she's kind of giving that away now too. Right. And he's like, but I saw you take the drug, and she's like, you don't know what you saw. And they flash back to where she was able to like close her nose, like with another layer of skin, and then with her little like tentacle finger, like pop the top so that it fell out so that when she sniffed no one and then obviously um which was a distraction anyway, yeah delilah had the yeah delilah had the distraction anyway so it wasn't that big of a surprise or anything and if anyone was smart enough you should have been able to tell that mary beth was the alien right you know it's just it's just the way that it is because she's always kind of had that we like you're southern but you're still kind of there's something wrong here yeah, but that's the no, thing. That's why close, it's fatal attraction. I gotta find out what the Sharon Stone is. Sorry, I had to look that up. Oh no, the Sharon Stone is that one. I don't know. They made a sequel to it like three years ago or something. It was something. It's that famous scene where she uncrosses her legs in the interrogation or whatever. Yeah, but that's Glenn Close in the first one. No, it's not. I'm looking up right now. What do you want to bet? I'm not. It's like the most. It's like the most famous, like scene, like one of the most famous scenes in movie history. Not basic instinct. Yes, there. Basic instinct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's naked in casino too. Yes, she is naked in casino as well. Ah, oh, total recall. Okay. Anyway. Total recall. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, I think we're getting punch drunk here a little bit. We are so, a little bit. Yeah. We're, we're we're wandering. So, anyway, so uh, Zeke goes to blaster in the face with a with a pen, but Stokely got a little taste of that alien action in the pool, so she jumps on Zeke. And does the face thing where it's all crawly and she's about to tongue lash him with alien things. Yeah. Uh, but Casey comes out of nowhere with the save, throws her into the uh, like the football uh, fenced in locker thing or whatever, and locks yep. her in there. Uh, so she's pissed. And then, <laughs> and then Zeke and Casey get together, <laughs> and Zeke's like. Everyone's a fucking alien. Take this fucking scat right now because I don't right. know who to trust. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, do it. So he yeah. does it. So now Casey's high and now has to face a monster alien. Right. Uh, and Zeke just is like, oh, you're like, Zeke's a badass. Like, he's off doing something. And they're focused on Casey because he's getting high and stuff. And you just see Zeke come flying over like she just tossed Zeke launches him yeah through a whole room and the scat falls and he has to you know go pick it up later but what I thought again 
which I liked with the CGI, I thought this was a very, very cool scene, is when Mary Beth is searching for Casey, talking about her home world and how it ran out of water and she escaped and she wanted to share her life with, with the humans and all this kind of make everyone nice and get along and all this kind of stuff. While she's walking naked, so you're seeing her her tits and her ass as she's walking right. down the center there are tons of shadow tentacles. Oh, no. Yeah, so you see her true shadow. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that is that a really, really cool. That's once again the little things because yeah, she's not in her alien form right now, but you see that alien shadow while she's this sexy girl like walking across. It looks hunting. really, yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, she's hunting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, Stokely, you know when when Zeke. When Zeke gets thrown over, Casey freaks out, backs up into the fence. Stokely grabs his hair and is about, you know, calls and is about to put aliens through her veins into him. And he rips so hard out of her that she has a tough full of hair. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yep. So Casey gets the Casey gets the leftover scat, and he's about to make his jump on Mary Beth, but she turns into big alien and just starts tossing lockers left Everything. and right. Like huge, yeah. huge Full locker rows. Yeah. Uh, so Casey decides he runs out he runs out to the gym part. And if everyone remembers the old bleachers, that would you know what I mean? No, no. And I'd like to point this out because okay, my high ahead. school had this. Yep. Because I dealt with J V basketball and having to deal with all their bullshit and waiting for the thing to close down and close down. They do not move that fast. Well, I was going to mention that too, but let's at least set the stage for people. Ever. So, he runs in he runs into the He runs into the um uh, uh ah, gym. He runs into the gym. He's waiting by the controls because all the bleachers are out. So it's, right. you know, the stack Because it was the prep rally. Yeah, the stack right. bleachers and everything. He waits for the huge mungus alien to come after him, and it does, which like an idiot but I think she just thinks she's got all this one anyways, so sure, she doesn't right, care. Yeah. So he Finish gets he gets within the bars underneath the bleachers, and they start to close. And this is what Kelly was saying. They do start to close very fast, <laughs> like really, really fast. Like It seems like they're picking up speed. kind of As like, it's going, yeah. It, yeah. It's the rolling boulder in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like you got to make the dive for it kind of a deal. Yep. We're like, Jesus. But Casey is making his way through, and at the last one he dives through – uh, Mary Beth Alien gets stuck at the very she's end. Yep, she's trapped, like a like a fucking idiot, <laughs> like she's Stan or something. Right. Uh, so, uh, now this is this is a part that I thought didn't need to be done, but Casey looks at her basically like almost reptilian eye, and with like three scat pens, goes guaranteed to jack you up, <laughs> and hits her in the eye with it. Now, not before. Not before she spits out tons and tons of those Barbs. little, yeah, just like fantastic, yeah, just and they're eating through Casey's skin to get Thanks. inside him and control him, yeah. and he's just screaming out in pain until finally the alien does die and start to like melt, disintegrate, disintegrate. Yep. and then all the aliens start to fall out of his skin. <gasps> Yeah, so he never fully got taken over. No, no, no. Yeah, which is basically Zeke is the only one that never got taken that, that over. That never gets touched. And and yeah, so but he got thrown through a. I mean, the amount of things yeah, Zeke he went through. Car crash. He had yeah. some other issues, yeah. but no, no inhabiting. Yeah. So then the the only jump scare they have in the movie really 
is that uh, Casey goes to find uh, Stokely, realizes she's okay, and then Josh Hartnett just like jumps on the fence, is like, is it over? And he's like bleeding, and he starts laughing. Pops out. Yeah. Now, now you get to the end of the movie, and a lot of this makes no sense. This is probably the only part where the movie falls apart a little bit because they they go to they flash forward to one month later, right? And they go to the football field. And they've got the uh, the anchors talking about you know like oh you know after the mysterious disappearance disappearances of, you know, and this and that people are saying that aliens took you know blah blah and no one's believing them whatever but they go to the thing and who's on the football team besides Usher now it's fucking Zeke Why? it makes no sense like the Why? the only thing I can come up with is that maybe because Zeke actually enjoyed being on like a team like fighting aliens you know what i mean like that group dynamic that he never had before that's the only thing i can think of well see that's why he joined the military and that's why black hawk down was such a great movie oh there you go see there's a movie there's a movie too yeah uh and while he's playing the only person watching them play is famka jensen and she's like flirty waving at him while he has a cigarette on the pitch, on the fucking field. And T2 is like, put that fucking butt out and get out of here. Right. Because <laughs> he's not concerned about the smoking. Yeah. You're fucking up the football field. So even though he, he is 18, I'm guessing, because he re- he's repeating his senior year, I guess he's fucking a teacher now. So, you know, good for him. Yeah, but, like, I feel like she's putting in no effort. Like, that doesn't look like any kind of fun. I don't know. I bet you... I bet you part of that, like, alien Famke Jansen stayed around. Well, that's true. Some of the sheltered ones are, like, psycho in the bedroom, too. Yeah. She, the way she was smiling at him on the stands and stuff, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Put on leather and just, no. <laughs> They're those people. Famke Jansen can do whatever. Uh, that's no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm on top of my list. Totally. Oh, for sure. Then uh, Stokely talks to Stan is like, do you regret it? She's not wearing her goth clothes. She's all in pastels Yeah, yeah she's not wearing her goth stuff anymore. Maybe just her necklace. And uh, they make out. And Lame. he's like, he's like, I don't miss this whatsoever. And then Delilah comes up to Casey and like puts Time Magazine down and People Magazine being like hero or hoax, like all this kind of stuff. And then the Hornet Weekly, it's that we never even mentioned. Their their team name is the Hornets. And by the way, there is a little funny thing that I don't know if everyone noticed. But when they were leaving, when they were the when they were fleeing away from the aliens with the pep rally, one of the things that was spray painted into the cars, you know how people do that for high school right, football right. games stuff, um, is one of the things there was we we saw Hornets was spray. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that's stupid kid humor, so that doesn't surprise me at well, all. Well, that's why I laughed because You're right. it wasn't focused on. It was just something no, no, no. in you know, like on the side or whatever. Yeah. So and then the Hornet Weekly says that Casey saved the school, and then Delilah's like all about him now, and it they just proves that she's a whore and only cares about the most popular person. I think she's a nice. Like I think person. she's a nice lady, uh, and she started making out with Elijah Wood, so good for him. And then the news reporters show up. And he's like, I guess things have changed. But then you see like four douchebag guys taking some other nerd to like ram him on the flagpole. So not everything changes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and then you have the end scene, I guess, Uh, (laughs) which is weird because they show dead people, too, because they showed B.B. Newworth or whatever 
and but then John Stewart has an eye patch and he's eating a donut. So <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what happened there. Oh, and then right. they show the um the couple fighting again. Right. Yeah, and that's the last scene Full before circle. they go. Yeah, before they go into the Robert Rodriguez. So that is the faculty. Um <laughs> Wow. Wow, we talked for a long time on that. Nice. Not but, bad. So this is definitely going up tomorrow now. I am not editing this Yo, tonight. No, this, is, this is going up tomorrow. Uh, but what I also want to mention when I was talking about with the whole when you said I was easy because I would I would fuck Famke Jansen as an alien. Uh, I would not because I hate that's the worst stuff. It's like a zombie thing to me is the same way that I would never want to be a zombie. I would never want to be controlled by anything and it's weird because that's what you have to think in your mind is if we were all controlled by that alien you'd probably be happier but as human beings we never want that like it's like what they said in the matrix remember uh when agent smith was talking to neo or he was talking to someone about what the matrix was like the first time around it was everyone was getting what they wanted and everyone was happy and they they said but humans rebelled against it. They didn't understand. This isn't what you want. It, you right. don't want to be happy. You don't want this kind of thing. And I right. think that is the case. Is To me, as much as I would love to be happy and, and not have to worry about anything, I know that's not real. So I'd rather be the one that fights back against that than the one that gets taken over by that. You know what I mean? Okay. But... That's a that's a deeper discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting into all kinds of stuff now. Yeah, uh, I think we probably should finish. Oh, fuck! I didn't even do plugs at the beginning. Um, nope. Oh, we never. Wow. You were so excited about this movie. It was I kind was. Of fun. Well, I mean, we've talked about <laughs> this for. I think we're about to break the record because I think Batman versus Superman was like two hours and twenty minutes, and we're at a little fuck over yeah. two hours and twenty minutes. So yeah. Yep. So yes, I would definitely recommend this movie. Uh, Kelly, would you recommend The Faculty? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's in the collection with, you know, like I said, all the other fun, stupid teen movies that came out. Like, I, it's in there with, like, Bring It On and 10 <laughs> Things I Hate About You and, like, all those bad movies. Like, you're yeah. like, hey, it's fun to be like, oh, I remember the Spice Girls. Like, it's that kind <laughs> of movie. Yeah, I think, I mean, to be completely honest, I mean, this movie holds up. There's no, oh, yeah, like we said, there's no technology yeah. issues. There's no nothing. I mean, just enough, just like what Kelly said at the beginning. You can watch this and go, oh, I know that person. What, this person's in the movie? Like, if even that is enough. And it's not right. It's not so extremely gory that it's going to, like, fuck it's, most it's people a, up. It's a more classic horror movie versus... Yeah. It's not a, or it's sci-fi. Not a movie. It's more a sci-fi right. movie yeah, than yeah. it is anything Absolutely. else. Yeah, But I, that's why, I mean, I thought Kevin Williams did a great job. I think Robert Rodriguez did a great job on this movie. Uh, and, yeah, I think everyone who wants to see those classic, like, you know, fine movies this would be one of the ones on the list anyways i would think anyways all right nice. so kelly anything you need to discuss before we end no okay uh do you want to plug anything uh no okay <laughs> all right. um, I mean, you can always follow me at nerdy girl ivy on instagram when i am traveling i actually am fairly proactive and of course on facebook and i'm trying to be better with that but i've also been overly working with other stuff so it's i'm trying to be better gotcha all right and i will i guess do these plugs so you've most likely i mean you've you made it this far you've been listening (laughs) to (laughs) ian hates movies 
Uh, hopefully you found us on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast listening app. Uh, just search for Ian Hates. You'll There'll be two streams that you can choose from. There's Ian Hates Movies. There's Ian Hates Music. We just had an awesome interview with, uh, with Josh from the band Convictions last night. The, nice. It's so good. It's like an hour long, uh, and he talks about everything. Uh, and we just had a real lot of fun. Uh, doing that so if you like that kind of music or even if you just like bless you even if you like regular discussions sorry kelly is sneezing up a storm over there um trying to be quiet you were you were but it's okay i have to mention things on the podcast (laughs) so uh yeah if you like that uh definitely check that out if you like interviews as well uh but Please make sure to subscribe, to uh, to like us, to give us a five-star rating if you enjoy what you're hearing. Share us with your friends. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. Also on Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast. You can email us, um, ianhates at gmail.com. And then, of course, go to the website www.ianhates.com you can find all the podcasts there I'll have new content coming soon you get at least two new uh, brand new podcasts every week plus I do other podcasts on the side that I'm thinking of integrating and we'll see how we want to do that yep we got the Ian Hates brand so working on all that all that merchandise is coming people it's I have business cards I need t-shirts you need t-shirts you need swag exactly hoodies and whatnot i think it would be very nice uh so yeah so i think i got all the plugs there so hopefully everyone can do that uh reach out to us any way you can if you want to talk uh if you have movies like i said we're going to set up or we it is set up like if you want a movie to be reviewed uh we have a payment thing if it's you know if it's a good movie we don't really care that much if it's a shitty movie that's the only time because we need to be able to rent the movie like i'm not going to pay for a shitty movie so that I can then do a two hour podcast on it. Yeah, just doesn't, so you know, that kind of thing doesn't make some sense. Some incentive to hear people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so thank you very much, Kelly. Thank you to everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a long <laughs> one this time, but you're just going to listen on your commute and then turn it off and then turn it back yeah, on. And, perfect. You know, whatever. Exactly. That's why we do it. We have fun. So, and I definitely enjoy this. One of my favorite movies to talk about. So, uh, yeah, I had a great time. So Kelly, any, uh, final words? Uh, let the countdown begin to for civil war oh yeah may 6th right yep i hope to go i i have a concert that night so (gasps) i have a concert that night and saturday night so i'll have to go that weekend for sure yes it'll happen it'll happen uh but then yeah uh i'm all good too so i will leave you the way i always do long days and pleasant nights thanks everyone (laughs) 